Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Are you looking for a better and healthier pick-me-up during your day or before your workout? Give Neon Energy Drink a try. Neon provides a boost but without that unwanted crash and is formulated with natural sugars from 24% fruit juice concentrate, over 100% of six essential recommended B vitamins, and caffeine that is produced by natural green tea extract. So get a better boost from Neon Energy Drink today. Go to saradonafrio.bodybybuy.com and enter promo code 3941356 to place your order. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Count Thursday here on NGSCSports.com. I'm your host, Jim Neese. We have our co-host, Ryan, here with us. And as always, we are on NGSCSports.com, where we never stop. Make sure you visit NGSCSports.com for all the live shows, all the written content, and much, much more. If you don't, if you don't catch the shows live, you can podcast them by going to Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app and search NGSC. Three Count Thursday is also a proud partner of Wrestling Informant 247.com. Go and visit Wrestling Informant 247.com for not only our show, but Wrestling Informant Radio, Outside Interference, Ring Geeks, and much more. It is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week rotating stream of the best wrestling radio shows and podcasts on the web today. Again, Wrestling Informant 247.com. And as announced on our, uh, on our uh, Facebook page and Twitter this week, we are now going to be syndicated on arenasportsnet.com Fridays, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you visit arenasportsnet.com for more information and their great lineup of shows. So just more of a reach for us here at Three Count Thursday. You can also podcast our show directly by searching Three Count Thursday in your podcast store. Whenever we talk about that or our social medias, it's always the number three and never the word. So check out those social media sites, facebook.com slash three count Thursday, Twitter and Instagram is at three count Thursday. Ryan, welcome in, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing great, big Jim. And what a great Instagram Matt has set up for us this week. Isn't it? Really is. It's uh, Noel Foley, correct? It is. It is. Yes. Because we are on a quest. All week. We've been on a quest all week trying to get her as a a guest on on the show. show. So far unsuccessful, but we will, uh, we'll get it. Yeah, I'm never up say never. We are relentless. 
because we have a lot of good stuff lined up here. Of course, we have the hybrid Sean Carr tonight. How awesome we're, is that? Awesome. So excited to get to talk to him. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring him in here in just a minute. Next week, I will have the week off. I'm gonna be on vacation, but you and Matt are gonna run this show live here. So uh, we're gonna burn it down. Burn it down. We're gonna burn it. You're gonna burn the whole down. thing down. Huh? Who knows what's gonna happen next week? <laughs> Honest to God, who, who the hell knows? It, it could be very interesting. And uh, and in two weeks from tonight, Ryan, you are on vacation. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, I'm out of town. But Matt will be with me, and on that show, we will have the Patriot Del Wilkes, former WWF, WWE, WWF star, the Patriot. How awesome is that? It was I'm, WWF when he was. It there. was the F. Yeah. It was but the F. But then they got the F out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm upset. I'm going to miss that show. What a great show that's going to be. It's okay. I, I have to miss the Legacy Wrestling show we, we talked about. Whether or not I'm going to be on it, I am definitely tuning in July the 30th. That's a must listen. You're going to listen in on your vacation. That's awesome. And, Ryan, before we get to Hybrid Shankar, you, you and I, we, we're not shy about being big guys, right? I'm a pretty big fellow. So everybody, and most people, I think, would... would be willing to say they'd like to lose maybe an extra 10, 20 pounds? Sure. Okay. Well, so for you and I, maybe more. Yeah, but we'll maybe more, but we'll stay with that. Well, if you go to saradonofrio.bodybyvi, now that is S-A-R-A-D-O-N-O-F-R-I-O.bodybyvi, that is bodybyvi.com, and they on there, not only do they have the Neon Energy drink, which we heard before we came on air, they have, they have, there's a Project 10 Challenge. And if you sign up and do the Project 10 Challenge, for every 10 pounds you lose, 90 meals will be donated to hungry children. Wow. It's almost motivating me to lose 90. Right? I, I could afford it. Right. I could lose 10 pounds pretty freaking quick. But again, saradonofrio.bodybyvi.com dot body by vi that is body by vi dot com and uh, use promo code three nine four one three five six to make any purchases that'll help them out great friends of mine the donafrios they're doing this challenge it'll help them out it'll help you out you're losing weight and it'll help starving children everybody wins ninety meals everybody does ninety win. meals for every ten pounds we're hooked up with that you can't great argue job with that reaching out to them Jim to get us hooked up with that absolutely absolutely so. We finally got through all the all the intro stuff, I think. And we did it in under 10 minutes. That's I'm pretty bad. happy about that. And I'm also happy to bring in our guest, Ryan, tonight. Hybrid Sean Carr. Sean, welcome into the show. How are you doing tonight, bud? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into some of our questions and, and things we're going to talk about, give a little bit of a background on yourself so uh, anybody listening, they, they can get a little bit of information on you uh, before we get to our questions. Uh, all right, well, uh, my uh, wrestling uh, name is actually my real name. It's uh, Sean Carr, but I've been dubbed as the hybrid. Uh, pretty much I'm just an independent pro wrestler. I've been wrestling now for about seven years. Uh, I got my start in the uh, late of 2008. Uh, and since then, I've been touring and, and, and wrestling all over the Northeast. Did a little stuff down south and... Uh, you know, I, I've had, you know, a couple WWE, you know, tryouts, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really it. <laughs> All right, very good. So where does the name The Hybrid come from? Uh, the name The Hybrid actually came from uh, one of the guys who was training me. Actually, uh, I my, my training was very, very uh, vague and very just weird. 
I was actually trained by uh, a lot of different people, a lot of different camps. But one of the the one guy who uh, first taught me like the basics, like how to bump, how to lock up, how to you know run a universal. Um, he uh, he was just absolutely floored that I knew martial arts. So I, I have very a pretty extensive background in uh, like MMA and jujitsu, taekwondo. You know, I, my whole life I've been involved in martial arts. He was like. He he would always say you're like a perfect hybrid of wrestling. You know, you bring in the martial arts and you, you can wrestle, so we should just call you that, call you hybrid Sean Carr. So it, it was the name that was given to me, and, and it, uh, it just stuck. You know, it's just one of those things where I never grew up dreaming of having the name hybrid. It's just one of those one of those weird uh, weird things where something's given to you, and it just for some reason, you, even if you want to get rid of it, you can't. That's awesome. So now, were you a wrestling fan as a kid growing up, or was it? Or what made you get into the business? Oh, I'm a life lifelong wrestling fan. Um, my, my earliest memories are obviously you know watching Hogan and you know sad you know Macho Man, but I think I, I really became serious about it what, uh, when I was watching. I just was you know wrestling was on one day at the house and uh it was Shawn Michaels versus the British Bulldog and that match just really just captivated me because you know both guys were so athletic and everything they did I was just so just like mesmerized by it more on Shawn Michaels part and uh you know since then man I I was hooked you know I mean after that I, I couldn't get enough wrestling at my house now you, you said you started. You got your start uh, about seven years ago, back in two thousand eight. Uh, do you yeah. remember? Do you remember your first match? Oh yeah, I, I remember my first match. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> what uh, What company was it for? And do you remember who you wrestled? Um. Well, the first time I I I was able to perform, uh, it was in a battle royal, and it was in Cortland, New York. My first actual singles match was actually in two thousand and nine. Um, and it was in uh, Buffalo, New York, or like an outskirt, a little out town, you know, town outside of Buffalo. I think it was called Chicanagua, New York. Some, I think it was like an Indian reservation. But uh, it was against a guy named Cryptic Keegan, and it was in front of probably twenty people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, obviously, we. Well, actually, I think we first came uh, to, to see you. Back in, I want to say it was like March, Ryan. I think it was April at the ACW show. It was either April, oh, wow. it was March or April at the ACW show where you were in the uh, the four way match. That oh, okay, honestly, yeah. that honestly to me has to be one of the best matches I've ever seen live. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it was it was it was it was you, Eddie Smooth, uh, Aaron Arbo, and JT Dunn yeah. in an aerial yeah. assault four way match. Yeah, fantastic match, really was. Thank you. Um, but then we, we've, we've met you also through Lancaster Championship Wrestling, where you're the bad Apple Armor Rotten Core champion. What what does holding that belt mean to you? Oh, man. I mean, uh, for me, I, I, I'm i the first ever champion or the first ever Rotten Core champion for in, in, in LCW's history. So for me, I feel like I need to set – the bar as high as I possibly can holding that belt. Uh, just, just because, you know, I, w- w- with me, I, I always want to make sure that, you know, it's, 
I I do things that are you know I make memories and and people remember you know certain matches or certain moments and uh, so yeah for me it's just uh, it's going out there and just uh, you know when, when people hear my name and that title they know that they're going to get their money's worth and if if I can accomplish that then I I've done my job for for the night. Awesome. Now you said you were the first ever Rotten Core champion. Um, and yeah. I know you've defended against Shane Strickland. Uh, who else have you yeah. defended your belt against? Um, I believe that that uh, I won it in a four-way, and then I think I the only I believe the only title defense I've had so far. I defended it against Louis G. Rich, and I beat him, and then I uh, defended it against Shane Strickland. So I've had two successful title defenses. Okay. Now this Saturday, yeah, at LCW. You are facing once again Lewis G. Rich. He is the number one contender for the Bad Apple Armor Rotten Core Championship, and this is this match is going to be contested in a ladder match. What are your thoughts heading into this match this Saturday with Lewis G. Rich? You know, my 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 thoughts are, you know, Lewis. Uh, after my match with Shane Strickland, he stole my title. He came, he jumped me from behind, he threw my shoulder into the into a ring post, and then he he straight up stole. Uh, my title. Um, he's claiming he's the champ. He's claiming that you know he's he he injured his way to the top, so he should be the champ. And listen, I'm fine. I'm coming to get my title back this Saturday. And the only way to really the only perfect way to do it to decide who the actual champion is is to put the thing 15 feet in the air, and the only way to win is to pull it down by setting up a ladder. And uh, Lewis, Lewis, he loves to get, he loves to uh, run his mouth. He loves to say how he was uh, the the winner of the first ever ladder match in LCW's history. But what he doesn't really understand is uh, this one, this ladder match on Saturday isn't the only ladder match I've been in. Matter of fact, this past year alone, I've been in more than probably Lewis has been in his career. So I'm looking very forward to uh, the Saturday night just because I, I really love to shut, you know, little punks up like him. So <laughs> that's uh, that's why that's exactly what I plan on doing. That's awesome. I, you know, for us, I, I don't I don't know that, I, that I've ever seen a ladder match live. I've seen a lot of different type of matches over the over my time going to wrestling shows. I've seen uh, casket matches. I've seen. The hog pen match uh, back at I, I think you're right. WWE. I've never seen a ladder match live, so this is going to be the first one I see live, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, saying that, there, yeah, there's yeah. definitely that we, we can feel the tension, uh, you know, coming from you towards Louis G. Rich. So definitely, I don't. I know I wouldn't want to be Louis G. Rich on Saturday night. I know that's a fact. Um, I wouldn't want to be him either. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go back. Let's go something to something a little bit more positive. Uh, back in May, Roddy Roddy Piper was at LCW, and and you were actually a part of his Piper's Pit. As a lifelong wrestling fan, which you've already talked to us about, talk about that experience. Not only just not only being in in the building in the ring with Roddy Piper, but being part of a Piper's Pit, the segment that he is so known for. Oh man, you know, I honestly like. I've I've had the pleasure of of being able to work with, you know, a lot of icons, a lot of legends, you know, a lot of people, you know, who pretty important in the business. I don't think that 
Uh, I mean, Roddy Piper is definitely on top of that list. To be able to to get the opportunity to work with a legend like him, who, let's be honest, I mean, he is probably the biggest reason Hulkamania was so popular because he was such, just such a, a bad guy back in the day where you wanted to see Hogan just kill this guy. And uh, you know, for me being being you know a lifelong wrestling fan, I've I, I've always just loved Rowdy Rowdy Piper. I loved how he he he's one of the very few guys in the business who can. I mean, he's got it all. He could talk. He he could wrestle. You know, I mean, he was just one of those guys where he could play both sides of the spectrum. He could be a good guy. He could be a bad guy. You know. So for me. Being able to uh, to add his name to my you know little resume of, of people who I've got to do things with is definitely just it's it, that that was a moment that I'll never forget. You know, I mean that that one picture that I uh, you guys shared and I, I have it as my cover photo. I mean, my my wife uh, she got that printed out for me and framed for me because she knew how much of a of an important you know important moment that in my career that was. So honestly, I mean, it wouldn't have happened without LCW. And uh, I, I felt like a, uh, you know, a seven-year-old kid, you know, being able to get in there with Roddy Roddy Piper. So it, it, it was just, it was one of those moments where no one can ever take it away from me. And I'm glad, very glad it happened. No, that's fantastic. I know. And, and you said you've wrestled with a lot of other, um, you know, really famous names. I know at a uh, recent two uh, CW show, um, I think it was a, was it a tag match you made evented with uh, with JT Dunn and X Pac. Was that was that? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, the, actually the last two two uh, CW shows. It was uh, me and X Pac tagging up against uh, the, the most recent one. We tagged up against uh, JT Dunn and uh, another former WWE superstar, Colin Delaney. Delaney, right? Um, okay. For those who uh, do not remember, he was in ECW when they did the reboot, like what was it, 2007, I think it was. And he was, uh, you know, he'd always go out there and just get massacred on uh, <laughs> on television. But uh, but yeah, no, that was awesome. I mean, you know, any any time you get to, you know, I mean, Xbox one through three kid, he was another one who I mean, just when I was a kid, I just idolized because he was. Uh, at least on WWF at the time, uh, he was, you know, he'd always, he'd do the spin kicks and do, you know, he's very known for his, his martial arts. And, you know, I'll never forget when he did that moonsault on Razor Ramon and he got, that's when he became, you know, he was the lightning kid. He became the one, two, three kid. And I just, (laughs) after that moment, my cousin had a trampoline. Every day I was out there doing a backflip on that trampoline, pretending I was John (laughs) Waltman. Hitting Razor Ramon, you know, and 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 pulling off the biggest upset of you know at the time of really wrestling history. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, anytime you get to step into the ring with you know with a legend of wrestling, it's just it's just, it, for me it's always magical. I mean, I've I've had the pleasure I got to wrestle you know with Tommy Dreamer, with Carlito Caribbean Cool, with Kurt Hawkins, with uh, the Patriot, which is Tom Brandy now. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, Briscoe brothers from ring of honor. I mean, I, Eddie Edwards from TNA and ring of honor. I mean, I just had de- even demolition. I've got the wrestle demolition. Um, so, I mean, it's just, anytime you get to do that, you know, as, as a lifelong wrestling fan, it's just, it, it always, you know, 
you could take that with you forever. You know, no one, no one can ever take that away from you. You're absolutely right. Uh, playing off the tag team, uh, the tag team roles. Uh, the last time personally that we saw you wrestling um, was at the Legacy Show down in Palmyra, Pennsylvania, um, where you were part of Team CK and you were tag teaming with Cage. Um, yeah. The, do you do you enjoy uh, tag team wrestling over singles wrestling, or, or would you prefer to be a singles wrestler over over you know having having the team aspect? Which do you prefer? Um, for, for right now, I, I really prefer the the singles just because. Uh, and, and it's it's nothing against Cage at all. I mean, you know, him and I, you know, are boys. He's actually one of the one of the guys who. Uh, is responsible for, you know, me being able to perform. He took me under his wing, and he, he's one of the guys who helped got me booked when I first started and, you know, showed me, the, you know, the tricks of the trade on the road and stuff like that. Um, me and him, I don't know if you guys know this, but me and him had a pretty successful tag team. Uh, we tagged for about two, two and a half, maybe pushing closer to three years. And in that time, we, we won a lot of tag titles. Um, the only thing is Cage and I have such a different style of wrestling, which is also what made our tag team wrestling kind of unique because he was a big, powerful brute, and I was, you know, the, the speed, the quickness. Um, so for, I, I loved the, the time that we had with Team CK. I loved, you know, the, the matches we were able to have. The, the teams that we were able to wrestle um, and the titles that we won. I mean, it was, it was great, but I think for right now, Cage, he's, he's kind of, I think he's, uh, he's moving out of wrestling. He's going to be retiring at the end of this year. And uh, for me right now, I mean, I, I'm just really just focusing on the singles and I'm really loving it because, you know, uh, the bookings and, and everything is, is very steady. It's every weekend for me and, you know, I'm staying very busy and, you know, a lot of people are, are really starting to take notice, like, oh, okay, he can actually wrestle as a single guy. Where before, I would, people just thought I could just do tag team. So, so yeah, to answer your question, I mean, right now in my life, I'm very happy doing singles. Awesome. Now, now talking about legacy, I just want to kind of look forward. August the 22nd, you're wrestling Laszlo Arpod. Uh, yeah. A, a very, very big guy himself. Um, have you been, have you been looking forward to this match? Uh, it's been announced, I think for a couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. uh, probably, uh, what are you looking forward to in that match? Uh, yeah. That, I mean, that's uh, going to be a totally different match than this, than this ladder match you have coming up this Saturday. Oh yeah. Big time. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think this was, I think that was actually one of the first matches announced for legacy. And, uh, I, I'm looking really forward to it. Laszlo is a, uh, um, he's a very talented in-ring performer. Very talented. Um, he's big. He's strong. You know, he he has that European, you know, the Hungarian style of wrestling, um, which which is is cool. I mean, I'm sure that you know him and I are you know we're gonna go out there and you know he's he wants to win and I want to win. So, um, and I I'm I'm pretty excited because I get to show legacy and I get to show the fans of legacy. I mean, for the most part, they all know who I am and who, you know, like you guys, you know, they've seen me wrestle a single before, but I'm looking forward to it because, you know, I love wrestling big guys. I really do because I love cutting them down. 
I love uh, I love using their strengths against them, and I like I love to fly. You guys know that. I love to take to the air. So this match with Laszlo coming out of a legacy is going to be very very entertaining. Right. Yeah. That was actually I think the match that was dropped on our show. Yeah. It was the very first match announced for Legacy nice. Dire Consequences at uh, August twenty second. Um, um, who, who was it? Uh, Adam. Adam, Adam. Adam called in and yeah, and broke broke the news. Uh, yeah. The I think it was the the very first week after the last Legacy show. So, and uh, it was really exciting for me because you know I, I've always been a, a fan of heels, and and the minute I saw Laszlo, it, it was a character that I was like, this is this is my guy, and we've gotten to know you, and like, you're my guy. And, <laughs> The unfortunate thing is I'm not going to be able to be there that night. Uh, Ryan and Matt, Ryan and Matt are going to be there. I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm so torn over who to root for in that match. I, I just I can't bring myself to go. Oh jeez, <laughs> I feel bad. No, I, 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 I over I overbooked myself. It was it was a huge mistake, and I and I have a wife who uh, who is awesome and and has uh, supported me through all these endeavors I'm getting involved with with the wrestling stuff, but. Uh, it was something that we kind of booked ourselves into, and then I realized what day it was, and I was like, "Is there any way we can switch this?" And she, I, she burned a hole through the back of my head. So <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where I'm like, "Well, I got to tag out of this one, boys." But uh, hey. I, I, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do, I suppose. Oh, dude, I trust me. I got to wipe myself, and I know how that goes, brother. <laughs> All right, so this is a question we always like to ask our guests. Now, if you could if you could have a dream match against anyone, past, present, dead, alive, whoever, any any legend of the business, um who who would you pick? Who would your dream match versus any legend in the in the history of wrestling be? Uh it's going to be one of three three guys. Um and I I'll, I'll, I'll probably I'll, I'll I'll list one, one to three. I mean, they're all so evenly close. Rob Van Dam is number one. Shawn Michaels is number two, and Eddie Guerrero is number three. Those three are my all-time favorites in wrestling of all time. Hard to argue with that list. All right, let's uh, let's let's keep let's keep it this theme, I guess. Uh, anybody currently wrestling on a roster? WWE, NXT. TNA, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan. Anybody out there that you would currently like to wrestle that that's currently wrestling? Oh man, I mean, uh, I I uh, Big oh, list that's to choose such from. a good question. Uh, there's so many. There's there's so many. So much talent right now. Uh, I was top of the list. I'd probably say Prince Devitt, or as everyone knows now, Finn Balor. Um, he's just been doing such amazing. Amazing things, uh, Kevin Owens. Um, I it's funny because like you know the past few years I've done so many shows with Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen, and you know our paths never cross in, in the wrestling ring. They almost did a few times, and, and it just seems like it never panned out. But he's another yeah, one. That would have so, been great man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd love just, to see that. He he is just so good at everything he does. Oh, man. Uh, even right now, I mean, you go to New Japan. I mean, Nakamura is tearing it up right now. Um, his, his character, his gimmick, everything. Roderick Strong, he's another one. Um, Davey Richards, I've always been a very big fan of his work. 
Um, I've got to wrestle Eddie, which was just probably uh, when I wrestled Eddie, it was like it was the big break, you know, match for me. I mean, so many people watch that match, and and it really that match literally has gotten me booked in so much bigger places and and in bigger spots. So, um, yeah, man, I I could keep going. I mean, the level the, the where wrestling is right now and the level of talent is just so amazing and it's just so cool to see the business kind of like pull itself out of like what I feel it was in a hole the last few years you know I mean it's just so cool to see you know all these guys getting their breaks and making it big and there's just so so much talent so many amazing wrestlers out there now that I mean I can literally list off guys for an hour (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, no it truly is an awesome time to be you know to be a wrestling fan and and we you know we've especially been encouraging people that if they can find an indie show anywhere near them to, to get to it like we we've only really been getting into the indie scene in the last couple months and we we've admitted on this show numerous times that you know we screwed up like we really messed up by not checking it out because um <laughs> you know i've i just turned 30 and I've never been more of a wrestling fan than than I am right now, and it, right. it's from doing from doing this show and, and going to the indie shows and NXT and Ring of Honor. Like, there's so much stuff beyond just WWE that is just that it's so great to be consuming all of it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just curious. Um, you said you've had some tryouts with the WWE. You're busted hump on the independent circuit. Have you watched uh, this season's episodes of Tough Enough? Um, and if you I, have, what's your what's your take on 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 a show like that? Um, you know, I, I have watched Tough Enough. I actually know uh, one of the guys who's on it, uh, Patrick, the, mm-hmm. the really in shape, toned young dude. Um, you want my well, he was he was at the LCW show, correct? Uh, yeah, part of yeah. Sudden Impact. Yeah, yeah, we part, yeah, we talked yeah, about that a lot. Yeah. Uh, you want my honest opinion on the show? Sure, absolutely. Uh, it's completely fake. It's 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 what we call work. I think that um, I think everything they're doing right now is solely based just for television. Um, I think I I just I. I can't see them passing up, you know, a lot of indie guys I know made those, you know, those little 30-second clip or minute videos of, you know, why they're tough enough and this and that. A lot of great talent made those those tapes. And you're telling me that the and, – and not a knock on Patrick, because I think Patrick's probably going to win it just because he's he's got the right attitude, he's got the age, and he's very passionate. Um but you're going to tell me out of uh, what is it, the ten they selected that 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 that's the best. That's that, and that's that's kind of why like I never bothered making a making a tape, making a you know minute video, um, just just because I, I I just had a very big strong feeling that it was just all what we call in wrestling a work. Yeah. Um, I just I I I I know firsthand that if you ever got into a shoving or a fight or push you know pushing match in a fight like that like that they've had it on the show uh you would be gone uh you would be fired on the spot you would be let go because they don't want people who are like that um they want they want you professional when when i had the the opportunity 
to have my, you know, my TV extra slash tryout. Uh, it was in Philadelphia and for Raw, and then it was in uh, um, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the next night for SmackDown. Um, it's very cutthroat there, and you can sense it. Um, and it's funny because, like, when the when you're getting the business, you're always taught to to shake everyone's hand when you get to a when you get to a venue. And uh, I'll never forget the very first person that I met that I shook their hand with was uh, CM Punk while he was telling a writer that he wasn't going to do what they had planned for him and he was just going to do what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that to me was just amazing. I was like, oh, okay, so all the stories are true. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, to, I guess it serves its purpose. You know, I mean, it gets people interested and, you know, it gets, you know, NXT more exposure and the performance center more exposure, but I don't know. I just I, I, I kinda look at it on the on the outside. What what really did it for me is when that one dude said that he didn't need to know the business. Like <laughs> why would you even bother getting into something if you didn't know the history on it? If you had no yeah. clue who like pretty big names are. So you're telling me that they selected, you know, a guy who had no clue on who, like, Andre the Giant was. Like, you, you have to be, like, on planet Mars to not know who Andre the Giant is. <laughs> right. Like, my mother, when when I first told her that I, wa- I, like, I watched wrestling and I liked that, she, there was three names that she knew. There was Hulk Hogan, the Macho Man, and Andre the Giant. Right. That, that's just one person that you know of. And I don't know. I, that that right then and there is where I was like, yeah, this whole thing is fake. There, 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 there's this whole thing. I mean, because all of all of reality tele- television is fake. We all know that. You know, I mean, very oh, yeah. very few of it is true. So, you know, it, sometimes I, I I it pains me to watch it, just because I I mean, and it's nothing against any of the people who you know who are competing on the on tough enough. It's nothing against them, but you know I. My other feelings is I think it gives people kind of a false idea on how you get into the WWE and, and how you make it there, you know, because, I mean, they, they don't really mention independent wrestling at all with those with those guys, like with Patrick, you know. When it's, it's almost kind of like they're, they're playing it off like he's just brand new and he's a natural at it. So, I don't know. I just I got mixed feelings about it. I mean, you're thankful that that you didn't send a video in. I mean, you're okay with that. I don't want to say thankful, but you're okay with that decision then. I mean, seeing how it's playing out now. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And just because, <laughs> like, honestly, like, um, and it's it's not a knock on WWE. And I mean, everyone, I don't care what they say, everyone would love to be there. Um, me personally, though, when 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 I look at when I look at wrestling, not sports entertainment, wrestling, um. You know, I, I, I look at, the, the, there's other stuff that, that draws my attention, like Japan. I love Japanese wrestling. Um, matter of fact, two of my very good friends right now who I wrestle, uh, the company I wrestle for, my home set up in New York called TCW, they're over there uh, for the Wrestle One promotion, which is a great Moodus promotion, uh, which is Jay Freddy and Brute Van Slyke. And they're killing it over there, and I'm so proud of them, so happy for them. And, you know, like we... I, I gravitate towards more, you know, that that strong style of wrestling where 
And it's not an knock on WWE because I love a lot what WWE's been doing lately. But, you know, what they've been doing in the past few years also is kind of like, uh, you know. Like, for example, and again, I have the utmost respect for guys like Big Show and Mark Henry, but it's time to move on. Yeah. It's just time. I mean, you look at the talent in NXT, and I don't even know why you would send guys like Finn Balor to developmental. I don't even know why you'd say you send guys like Kenta to developmental or Samoa Joe. Like, you know, like clearly these guys know what they're doing, and they want to go out there and kill it for you. Why are you, why are you wasting away their youth in Florida? I mean, you can I have them making millions of dollars for you on television. On the, on, the, on the main roster. I think Big Jim um, really nailed it with, with Kevin Steen when he came over. Um, and really the only thing that we could, and then it's being really nitpicky when Steen showed up, is a little bit of hard camera work. And that's really all he would need. But he, he came into NXT main, main roster ready. Yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. You know, yeah. and I mean, you know, and the, the the thing I love most about Kevin is he's so unorthodox. Like, like he, and, and they're allowing him to be him if they just changed his name. You know, that's that's another reason why I like uh like another guy who I, I knew on the independent uh the independent scene was uh was Luke Harper when he was Brody Lee. You know, and the one thing okay. I just love is they is they let they let him be him. They let him wrestle. You know, they, they, they kept his image. They just changed his name and, and now he's Bray Wyatt, you know, or and, and Eric Rowan. Um but for the most part, you know they they're looking at all these guys, and it's like they're letting them keep a part of their identity, which is what made them successful and got them noticed on the independent level, you know. And now they're just transferring it over to a mainstream, you know, global force of of, of wrestling, and you know, it's it's turning out great for these guys. And and if only they would would have done this sooner, where they would have looked at the independency more as Okay, yeah, these guys aren't bodybuilders, but they can entertain. And in, in my in my opinion, I feel like a wrestling fan would love to see more of the wrestling and the the action than watching some big old muscle bound dude botch stuff for you know t- a ten minute match. You know, so I don't know. I, I'm weird when it comes to you know what what I prefer wrestling you know should be or or what I think is good and opposed to what isn't good. Yeah, no. Since since we've been really getting an NXT and Ring of Honor has been more easily accessible and and going to these indie shows, you know, it, it it's harder for I think for us even to to see you know like you said Big Show and and Mark Henry out there working. I mean, you know, I know this past week it was kind of like a funny haha moment when. Uh, Mark Henry did the uh, millions of dollars dance with the primetime players, but you know I, I'd rather see the Cesaro versus Kevin Owens and Rusev match. And I mean that was a great match. You know I'd rather see a great NXT match. So you know that's something that it, it, I think the fans are wanting more wrestling than they want entertainment. And and hopefully we continue to see that shift. Hey, just checking in. Our our, our stat guy Matt is checking in with us, and and uh, he and I are both big Notre Dame football fans. He wants to know what you think. Uh, Record-wise, we're gonna we're gonna be looking at this fall. Oh man, oh I mean, I, I record-wise, I'm not sure. I, I think I think we're gonna do well. I think we'll do good. Um, but I I'm, I always jinx myself when I throw the record out, so I'm gonna keep that keep that quiet. But I think we're gonna have a winning record. I definitely do. 
All right. Well, yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. I don't like to put numbers on it either because it usually uh, usually does end poorly. Hey, uh, before before we let you go here, anything else that that you want to add? Um, and then we'll let you kind of promote your uh, any upcoming bookings and your social media and stuff. Is there anything that we missed in the uh, in the interview you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, you, you guys, you guys pretty much covered a lot. You know, I mean, you know, the only thing I could say is, you know, keep doing what you guys are doing. You know, because you know, it's it's people. It's it's. I appreciate you know, guys like yourselves who you know, come to indie shows and 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 support it and. And you guys got a great thing going on right now, and you know, helping promote me. I mean, this is the coolest thing in the world, and I appreciate you guys having me today. Oh, absolutely, no problem, man. It, it really is our honor. It, it it's something cool to to not only you know be a part of the shows that we're a part of, but to get to meet people like yourself and and um, you know build build a, build friendships with you guys. Like as as lifelong wrestling fans for us, you know that's that's a huge awesome opportunity for us so let let people know where they can find you on social media any uh up, upcoming bookings uh, of course you're at uh, lcw this saturday but any any other shows coming up that you want to promote go ahead yeah definitely um uh outside of uh, lcw on saturday and sunday i have uh 2cw squared circle wrestling it's in oswego new york and it's got probably the best show name ever um for those oh, of that know the show great. is called what was that? Yeah, this show's absolutely great. When I saw the name of this, I lost it. Oh, uh, the, the name is called We We Booked This Show because it is literally the only available date for the Young Bucks. <laughs> and it's just perfect. <laughs> just absolutely perfect because, I mean, oh, those two guys, they're just so incredibly talented and it's we at UCW just love having them. They're actually our tag champs. I believe they're in the main event. It's going to be them versus uh, AR Fox, Talon Delaney, which that match will be insane. But um, yeah, that that entire show is stacked. You head over to uh, 2CW.com. Uh, I'm on that show. I'm wrestling uh, a guy named Juggernaut Jason Axe, who's another, just he's, he's a great performer. Um, and then outside of that, I got uh, I got uh, World of Hurt Wrestling coming up, up around uh, the Albany area. It's actually past Albany. It's in Whitehall, New York, which is on, like, the Vermont, New York border. Um, and, yeah, we got Legacy Wrestling coming up in August. And, honestly, uh, my schedule gets fuzzy. That's why I have it written down because I can't remember anything. <laughs> um but yeah, you can hit me up on uh, Twitter at Hybrid Sean Carr. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. Uh, just type in Hybrid Sean Carr. You can't accept me, the person, but you can like my fan page because my personal profile is maxed out with friends. I guess Facebook has this weird thing where you can only have five thousand friends. Um, and I'm also on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. I got T-shirts there available. Feel free to hop on there and order yourself some. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it when it comes to the social media for me. All right, perfect, man. We we thank you again for the interview, and uh, and we'll actually we will see you uh, two nights from now at LCW. Sounds good. Thank you guys for having me again. This was, this is really fun. Thank you. Hey, Sean, thank you very much. You have a great night, man. You too. Bye. What an awesome interview! The hybrid Sean, the hybrid Carr. Sean Carr. Make sure you make sure you check him out on social media. Make sure you uh, 
you know, we're going to talk about LCW here. Um, we, we, if you're not in Lancaster area, you can you can catch this guy in New York. He's going to be in the Hershey Palmyra area coming up. That two CW show. I'm looking at the date already, trying to figure out how the hell we can get up to New York. <laughs> already, yeah, it, am. he sold me on it himself. Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome, you know, and and you know he's he's one of the best guys you're going to see. So for this Saturday's show in in Lancaster, Lancaster host Saturday night, 7 p.m. If you guys are anywhere near Lancaster, PA, get to this show. It's going to be worth it. Hands down. Gotta Absolutely do going to be worth it. But also, if you're in the Lancaster area, Ryan, Friday night, there's some LTW. Tomorrow, tomorrow night, night, we're less than 24 hours a day. The very first Friday night fight put on by, uh, put on by LCW. I guess a very interactive uh, type of show. So, so really, we only know some of the names that are on this show, not any of the actual matches. Is that correct? That is that is correct. I think I think there's has been one one match. match it's Tim Stott versus Joseph von Schmidt. That's been announced. That's been announced. The rest is just people have have been uh, said they're going to be there. Dexter McCoy, Dexter Officer David Hetfield. Um, is it Kanazawa? Is that how you pronounce that? I believe it is. it's Kanazawa. Kanazawa, the, the Mad Butcher. Butcher, Shane Strickland, John Grisham, uh, maybe some more, but it's being booked. And and I mean we're we're part of the we're part of Saturday. We're we're the pre-show on Saturday. We're part of the show. Um, I don't know a whole lot about what Saturday's show or excuse me tomorrow night's show, Friday night's show is. But be there. Was it five dollars in advance? Five in advance. Seven at the door. Do the math. Um, what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight names here. It's four matches for what seven bucks. Yeah, that's less than two dollars a match. So get there. So get there. Get there. So Lancaster um, free parking. Free parking. Lancaster Host Resort. You know, and down the, there by the outlet. Right. So you know, if you're a guy and your and your girlfriend or wife doesn't like wrestling, drop her off. Pick her up when you're done. You know, or vice versa. Have her right. drop you off. You know, have her kick you out of the car when you're driving by the host. You can walk right back to the uh, to the expo center. All you need is seven dollars. Leave the credit card with her. Let her do the damage. Yeah, bad mistake. Don't bad do- mistake. <laughs> Leave her with cash. Do you take the credit card? Um, but you know that, that that should be fun. And then of course Saturday night. Saturday night, right back at the host. Um, prices again. It, it's twelve dollars for general admission. Fifteen dollars. I think it's fifteen dollars at the door. Twelve in advance. Kids twelve and under get in for free. It's family friendly. Family friendly. You're not. You're not, not going to have any, and, nothing and, vulgar, nothing you know inappropriate, anything like that. So you don't have to worry about bringing your kids out. Uh, it's a great night of professional wrestling. Uh, eight matches on the card. Get there early. The show starts at seven, but uh, six o'clock. I think the pre-show starts. Six fifteen. The pre-show starts. Uh, that is us, all three of us, myself, Ryan, and our stack guy Matt, as well as. Uh, Irish Jay from the somewhat legendary podcast, we host a pre-show. So if you watch WWE and you watch WWE pay-per-views and they have the live panel before the pay-per-views on the pre-show, that's what we do. We're not as pretty as Renee Young. Nope. Uh, we're not as handsome as whoever the hell they have doing it because they put pretty people on TV. They sure do. Um, but hey, we're funnier than Booker T. We're funnier than Booker T. 
say that, right? We can say well, What is he going to do? Is he going to? And he doesn't care. He, he's not listening. He might be listening. But uh, get there. You know, I think it's six fifteen. The pre-show starts. So get there. Get there early. Watch us do the pre-show, and then sit back and enjoy a night of professional wrestling. We're going to run down the card here as it stands. Card always subject to change. Always subject to change. Professional wrestling. If you've been going to, if you've been watching professional wrestling for more than five minutes, you know the card's going to change. Let's start off with the one we talked about, Ryan. Let's do it. We're not going to give any predictions. We We're do that on Saturday. You want to hear our predictions? Get out to the Lancaster host, okay? I just pulled it up. It's $10 advance, 12 at the door. You can get your tickets online at lcw-pro.com. That's lcw-pro.com. Or via phone, 717-847-0301. Again, advance tickets, $10. Available at the door for 12 Facebook.com slash Lancaster Championship Wrestling. So there it is. Let, Ryan, let's talk about the ladder match. Sean Carr, the Bad Apple Armor Rotten Core champion, defending his title. But he doesn't have the belt. Louis G. Rich stole the belt the last time around when Roddy Piper was there. I, I, I envy the guy that has to get the belt from Louis G. Rich to strap it above the damn Yeah, Louis G. Rich does, does not... Uh, I mean, the wrestler of the millennium. This, he's the wrestler of the millennium. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be spectacular. We saw these guys wrestle once before, and now you're adding a ladder to it. Um, th- there's nothing I'm not going to enjoy about this match. Even more so, that I-, I keep thinking of all the wrestling matches that I've seen. I don't think I've ever seen a ladder match either, and that's blowing my mind. Right. That I've never seen a ladder match. Like right. I've seen, I've seen table matches, elimination table matches. I don't think I've ever seen a ladder seen match. Shane either. McMahon fall off of the Titan Tron. Right, right. I mean, we've seen ladders involved in matches. Yeah, sure. But never an actual. Never ladder. an actual ladder. I can't match. believe that. It's all going to change Saturday night. It's going to change. Checking things off the bucket list, let me, man. Let me explain this match to you in, in very short order. This match is worth the $12 alone. Yep. Like, Sean Carr was not blowing smoke up anybody's ass. This guy is legit. Like, yeah. this match will be worth your $12. Certainly. Certainly. And I'm not trying to short anybody else on this, on this card. No, no, no. Because top to bottom, the card's stacked. Eight matches. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. No. But this match will. This match, I'll be shocked, Jim, if this match doesn't steal the show. I I would be shocked as well. You know, looking over the card, um, yeah, th- th- this match, this match it, it, it could could be the marquee match of the night. Um, I don't know where it's going to be on the card, but it, it, wherever it is, it's going to make the people in front of and behind it work that much harder, because you know th- this title. And this match the, with with the ladder match is just going to uh, just going to be fantastic. Another one, Jason Omega versus Axel Lennox. Um, you know, two guys I'm not not as familiar with. This is this is Axel Lennox, uh, the Bruiser. Axel Lennox. This is his LCW debut. Okay. So um, I, I haven't seen him wrestle. I know a little bit about him. Going to be a really good match. I mean, and that, that's what's great about LCW is uh, they're bringing new people in all the time. Yeah, and I mean, we've they never, we've been there, this is our, our fifth month. This will be our fifth month, I think, yeah, doing it. April, April, May, June, fourth month. Math is hard. Four. Math is hard. Whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it, we've, we've seen new guys every month. Right, it's not like they're putting on just recycled shows. Yeah. They're bringing in new talent, new talent all, the all the time. I mean, they had, yeah, they, they've had numerous LCW debuts since, since we've been working with them. And, um, you know, it's a match I'm looking forward to. Uh, it, 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 plain and simple, Ryan. Um, we're not going to go over the whole card uh, just, just it, for time's sake because there's plenty of stuff to get to in the second sure. hour. Um, 
Gene Snitsky makes his return. We haven't seen him since May when he lost his Lancaster Heavyweight Championship. So so Snitsky is going to be back. Not sure what he's doing. Don't know if he's going to come come looking for his title or uh, I can't imagine if he's going to be in a good mood. He's he's probably not going to be in a good mood, Ryan. Uh, like we said the last time we saw him he lost his championship. I, I so know, that, was that his fault? It wasn't his it fault. Wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. Um He dropped the title to Mark Hazel, the Red Scorpion Mark Hazel. He is now the Lancaster heavyweight champion. Back from injury. Back from injury. We seeing him with a match that was booked for last month. For last month, he got jumped, re-injured his leg against Joseph Von Schmidt for the title. Should be an awesome match. Absolutely. These are two big, big guys just going into just... Yeah, we've seen them We've seen man. them wrestle each other. It, it was the most physical match on the card. Um, this one's going to be a very different match from that ladder match we were just talking about. Sure uh, extremely different style of match, but it, it, it's going to be one that's going to garner attention. Both of these guys, the fans like of Mark Hazel is a huge local favorite here. And, um, and, and a guy that I don't know that I've ever seen anybody live his, live his character more than the Red Scorpion. I mean, Mark Hazel is the Red Scorpion. There, there's, there's, no, there's no separating the two. I mean, the, the, the guy lives and breathes pro wrestling. The guy lives and breathes, uh, you know, he lives and breathes the red you know being the, the, the scorpions he has pet scorpions um he's a, he's an awesome guy and uh i'm looking forward to this match a lot again another real, another match that, that that's worth the $12 itself and i'm talking this is buying the ticket at the door like not even buying it in advance you have to spend the two extra 2 bucks at the door it's it's going to be worth it and and that these, we just talked really about two uh, two matches Three matches so far, and I'm and I'm stoked, ready to go. You've got a big tag team match: the Gunners versus that '80s team. Should be a good one. Should be a really good one. John Gresham, we saw him wrestle last month, taking on Tim Donst again. Well, no, not again, but Tim Donst wrestling Friday, wrestling Saturday night again against John Gresham. We are seeing Andy Weinberg return, the with, Reverend of Winning, with Suicide Myers. He got beat up a little bit last, last yeah, month. Yeah, Weinberg uh, got a little too close to the action last right. time. A little too close. And, Eddie Valentine uh, did not appreciate did that. Did not appreciate it. Took took out some of his frustration. Uh, lost the match to Suicide Myers, who's now 5-0. and Right. Under, under, under Andy Weinberg's leadership. I can't leadership. argue with Weinberg. I mean, he dogged us a little bit. He did. Um, I guess didn't appreciate some of the things we had to say he on did. our pre-show. He cut us deep a little bit. A little bit, right? I mean, that's okay. I mean, what, what did he say? that we were more boring than watching paint dry? Yep. If I yep. believe, if I believe what he said, that's what he says. You know, it was not my fault. Not my, not my uh, fault. Not to steal somebody else's line, but you know, it hurt. It hurt. It, it did. It Andy, did. what do we do to you, brother? It did. Well, we, we, we think you're a winner. We see what you're doing to suicide. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been on the winning train the whole time, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a little chat with him. Maybe we'll have to on Saturday. So stay tuned for that one. Maybe maybe we'll we'll finally get some answers out of the Reverend of Winning. Uh, so we've got three title matches. Three right? title matches. The like, other one, Mandy Leone and her Foxes Vixen champion, in a rematch against Jordan Grace. We saw this match a month ago. We saw it a month ago. Seen it again this month. This match is worth the, the, this the match price. Will be worth, you're absolutely right. You know, everyone wants everyone wants to tout. You know, TNA's knockout division is great women's wrestling. Everybody wants to talk about NXT. 
as great women's wrestling. And it is. Right, sure it is. But, but we'll, we'll talk about that later tonight. But this match is... you got two NXT-caliber talents. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could easily see... And that's with, with utmost respect. I mean, NXT... Oh, we we love NXT. The main we roster. love NXT and right. the NXT women. Right. And right. and yeah, so it, it, it's no slight of them. This is just, we're not saying NXT as in development. We're saying NXT the best women's wrestling probably ever. out there right now. Maybe ever. I mean, it's Maybe. it's it's up there. It, it's spectacular. And and you know these women at LCW, <laughs> excuse me, are going to be just as good than they were a month ago. So uh, very excited for that, Ryan. Anything else you're looking forward to this uh, to the LCW show? No, dude, I just I can't wait. This is something that me and Matt, uh, all three of us are going to be in attendance. Obviously, Big Jim, you're not with us next week. Me and Matt will be recovering yeah, you guys will be and recapping the LCW show next month. Or, I'm sorry, next week, the uh, the 23rd, live next week, if, if everything Next month planned. is the Legacy show, which next I also will stop. Yeah, we've gone over. You've just, just I'm missing a lot of stuff here, Ryan. You are. You are. That's all right. You're missing the Patriots. So. I am, and that, that's tough. Dude, I can't wait for that. I'm I'm listening. Like I said, vacation or not, my ass is sitting down and I'm listening to that interview. Well, we appreciate that. And then maybe you can chime in on Twitter a little bit, get a get a question in there. But uh, Ryan, let's take a quick break here, and uh, and then we'll get ready. Well, on the other side, we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about Tough Enough. We're going to preview Battleground, and then uh, some big news or news with a Z uh, and, and different rumors that. Uh, have been lighting Twitter ablaze today. But uh, you got to stay tuned for that on the other side of the break here on the Three Count Thursday on NGFCSports.com. You looking for a better and healthier pick me up during your day or before your workout? Give Neon Energy Drink a try. Neon provides a boost but without that unwanted crash and is formulated with natural sugars from 24% fruit juice concentrate, over 100% of six essential recommended B vitamins, and caffeine that is produced by natural green tea extract. So get a better boost from Neon Energy Drink today. Go to saradonafrio.bodybybye.com and enter promo code 3941356 to place your order. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday here on NGFCSports.com. Ryan and Jim here with you. I am Jim. And uh, we're going to be talking about Raw. We're going to be talking about uh, Battleground. We're going to get our predictions in for Battleground, talk about Tough Enough, and much more here on the second hour. We thank you for tuning in. Again, we thank the hybrid Sean Carr for a great interview in our opening segment tonight. And we were, we were proud to have him again. Check him out. This coming Saturday night in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, at the Lancaster Host for Lancaster Championship Wrestling. This Saturday night at 7 p.m. Get there early to see us and Iris J from Somewhat Legendary Podcast on the pre-show. Um, again, that that is starting uh, around 6:15 p.m. So Lancaster Host Resort, Lancaster, PA. Be there. LCW-Pro.com for all your ticket information. 
Ryan, go home Raws. Go home Raws don't don't usually don't usually deliver anything. Well, lately they haven't. That's for damn sure. I think this week was a little bit different though. This week, Jim. This this week, I think this is the best Raw we've seen in two or three months. I'd say probably two months. It was good. I mean, it, it started off. Um, Started off with Lesnar. Started off with Lesnar. It's gonna be. You're gonna hook us. It is, and you know, Heyman and Lesnar, Lesnar and Heyman. However, however you want to, uh, however you want to say it. I mean, the the it's the perfect formula right now for ratings and for uh, you know for for people to pay attention to what's going on. And then they were interrupted by Rollins, who, you know, love him or hate him, the guy gets heat. And, you know, after the segment with the car the week ago, I mean, the, the, this match feels like Seth Rollins' most important match in WWE, in my opinion. Outside of WrestleMania when he cashed in, yeah. Well, but that wasn't his match. That wasn't even his match, right. I mean, his match that night was versus Randy Orton. I think it was a triple threat. It was him versus Randy Orton versus Randy Orton's elbow pad. <laughs> We've gone about a, damn, a good month without you having to comment on Randy Orton. I know. Orton's I had to throw pad. it in there. Well, we've gone a good month without seeing Randy Orton, which, yeah, which he made an appearance. Sure. It, it, like, is he, a full, is, is he actually under contract or does he get paid per appearance anymore? Uh, who knows? <laughs> like, he's, like The Undertaker wrestles as much. I mean, as he, sh- he shows up and he, he wrestles once, then he disappears for about three months. So. Um, but we have a Randy Orton at Battleground, I think, right? Yeah, he'll, he's taking on Sheamus. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. But in a match, I feel like I've seen a dozen and a half times. Didn't we see? Was it on Raw? I feel like I feel we. Like I feel like won. it was on Raw. I feel like we've seen this. We've match seen that a lot. It's it's on Raw like at least every other week or it's, once a month it feels or something. That, or, we haven't seen him in a month, but it feels like we've seen it three we, weeks we ago. Wrestle Sheamus twice this month. Um, no, this this segment was great. Uh, it kind of gets this feeling, Ryan. And obviously we'll talk about all of this, but you kind of get the feeling because you had the contract signing and, and made Rollins look like a, like a jackass and, you know, what Kane had planned backfired and what, the, what J&J Security had the week before backfired and Triple H and Stephanie bring Lesnar back to take on Lesnar, like, it, it almost feels like the authority is turning face on Seth Rollins. Uh, you have to, I think, do, I get what you're saying. I'd hate to see the authority turn face because I think we were discussing this before we went on the air that they're still probably the best heel faction that we've seen in a long, long time, just those two as the power couple. And really, any boss figure, it's hard for them to be a face. Like it's just a much more believable that they're a heel, they're heel characters. Um, but what we see, what we saw Steph do later on in this show, you almost have to be a face, and you know she was going to get cheered when she made the NXT announcement and brought up the NXT girls. Like you can't have them be a heel and have that moment occur. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. So, like you had to blur some lines here, Jim. I hope it doesn't end up with them being uh, full-blown faces uh, and and leaving Rollins. You know, I, mean, I think Rollins is going to be a better heel. I've always liked Rollins as a heel. Um, I mean, outside of the Shield, but the Shield 
started off as this heel faction kind of holding down um, any any anybody that would challenge. I mean, I think it was with CM Punk and Ryback was the first time maybe we saw the Shield. I'm I'm thinking back a ways, but I know I know there was a match with Ryback and CM Punk for the championship that they interfered. Things like that. Right. Um, yeah, I, 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 there's a feeling of it, Jim. I hope it's not true. Like, but there's I don't, definitely a feeling out there. Like, here's the thing, happen. though, because this authority Seth Rollins thing has kind of run its course. Sure. And I think yeah. that's what we're seeing the end game here. If they're going to turn one aspect of it face, as much as I love heel Triple H and heel Stephanie, I mean, Seth Rollins is a fantastic heel right now. Yeah, you got to keep him here. Like, he shouldn't, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be turning face. So if they're going to turn one of these, I, I think it should be the authority. And, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, this, the, the bad guy boss gimmick is, I mean, we, we, we've seen it now for the better part of close to 20 years. But but is it a gimmick? I mean, this is. I'm not I'm not putting anybody on blast. I don't, I don't want you to answer this. You can shake your head, Jim. But is your boss a good guy or a bad guy? Which, I mean, which yeah. boss? You, you know what I mean. I, you no, know what I mean. No, the, the the boss. I mean, that, whether it's movies, TV, whatever. The right. boss is portrayed as the bad guy. Right. The fat cat, the bad guy. You know. Oh, I got yeah. I got to deal with the boss holding today. Holding us down. Every right, right. That right. is the storyline. Right, the of man blood. holding you down. Yeah. Sure. It just seems weird for Trips to be like, yeah, I love everybody. And, and I hope he's not like that. I mean, I, I hope they they kind of blur the line a little. Because, I mean, in case they get kind of dead anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we see bad guy Triple H, but then we see him hug the kid that's crying. We see bad guy Triple H. But well, you, he, you can thank Twitter for that. You can thank Twitter for that. But, but, but even Triple H takes a picture on his, on his Twitter or Instagram of when he's bringing in Kevin Owens and right with the Finn Balor and Dave Tommy and Sami Zayn all together, right? And you know the next week, you know it's it's Balor, it's Balor as a bad guy beating up Sami Zayn. So like, I mean, lines get blurred all the time in 2015. So um, and maybe I'd like to see that in the storyline where you know Triple H picks his favorites. He's not necessarily a bad guy. He's not necessarily a good guy. He's just there. He's the boss. Could, just just could, change things. Could they turn face and it bring back uh, Vince McMahon for a short run? Can Vince McMahon find the ring if we're going to believe Twitter? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think Vince can run. <laughs> yeah, Vince. Here's, here's the thing. The, the, I shouldn't say that. The sure heel Vince McMahon. I that's hard to believe because of his age anymore. The heel Vince McMahon way. character doesn't really exist anymore. Like when Vince shows up, the people cheer him because shit's getting real. Right. You're right. You're right. Right. He's not. He's not. Vinnie Mac, the boss, with 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 the right. walk and everything like that. I right. agree. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. He's not Mister McMahon. He's you Mr. know who McMahon. I want to see come back. I do. Shane O'Mac. Okay, I was thinking somebody else. But yeah, were you thinking? Shane no, I was thinking Shane McMahon. I okay. really was. No, I mean that. That I was would... going to say Eric Bischoff just to piss you off. Ooh. You know who I want to see come back? Eric Bischoff. And Vince Russo. If Bischoff and Russo come down, I'm, I, I quit. We might quit We're wrestling. shutting it down. We're shutting this whole thing down. 
We'll nice be, to know you. Have fun. We'll be we'll be we'll be coming indie podcast. So our our, do that real quick, our yeah. listeners will on Thursday we'll podcast college swimming teams. There we go. Um, but no, I, I I just think that I would like to see it kind of evolve a little bit. The 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 character the character okay, long. I respect that. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I mean, I think this Sunday, and we'll talk about that when we preview uh, Battleground. I think this Sunday is going to be kind of a pivotal thing, maybe. I mean, you saw the end where Rollins basically lets Kane get beaten up and then, you know, makes fun of him because he just got his leg broken. So, you know, I think I think we're seeing the, the authority be less of a bad guy faction, but Seth Rollins is, is clearly still a heel, which which to me is, is the right way to go. The only other way I can see this happening is if Rollins retains here at Battleground, and we'll do our predictions in a few minutes once we get through Raw, but the legitimacy it's going to bring to Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar without the help of the authority. Yeah. Without J and J. Right. He can do do it on his own. He's doing it on his own. The legitimacy that's going to bring. And then you can bring triple H and Stephanie back around being like, that's why we brought Brock in to try you and test you and and you pass. And then they can just right back into full blown heel. Right. Like there's a way around it. I think that way you can get around it and bring him back as a heel. Right. But I think what, what, Stephanie had to do when confronting the women, the divas of NXT, confronting the Bellas, she had to come out as a face. Right. Let's just talk about that. Let's talk about it. Because I'm hyped to talk about it. That, to me, was, was one the of the moment, coolest segments in a long, long time. time. The moment that saved women's wrestling for the WWE. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you bring Let's in Becky Lynch, is. you bring in Charlotte, you bring in Sasha Banks. I'll be honest, I was surprised with Becky Lynch. Not that she doesn't deserve to be up there. But I was just thinking it was going to be Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Or Sasha Banks. Uh, Sasha Banks, yeah. I was surprised Sasha Banks. Not because, because she's not the because champion? Her, because she's still the NXT champion. Sure. Um, Are you okay how they lumped her with... I hate to say lump because it's like a bad thing. I'm not a big Tamina Snooker fan. I'll, I'll say that. And Naomi, I think she has all the talent in the world, and the WWE just doesn't know what to I, do with her. I think it, it. I think it was brilliant. Instead of having it be the NXT women versus the the main roster women, it's you know because you know we know whether it's it's just from being on Twitter, whether it's from watching Total Divas, which some do, some don't. Like everybody knows that they know each other, the, the the wrestlers, the women, the divas, the you know the managers, they all know each other. Right. As much as we want to blame Twitter for for killing kayfabe, total divas doesn't help. Oh, it drops a nuclear bomb on kayfabe. Right. Sure does. Uh, but you know we know that they know each other. So this notion that you know it's just us versus them like an ECW invasion or, you know, a WCW invasion, you know, that, that concept kind of just isn't there anymore because they're all under the same umbrella. So you have, you know, Becky Lynch and Charlotte squaring off against, you know, the Bellas and Alicia Fox squaring off against, um, you know, with, with Tamina and Naomi, you, you now have three equal parts countering each other and we saw that in that segment and it was great and and you know to me where they where they put sasha banks shows how good she is because i feel like the introductions kind of crescendoed especially being in atlanta being in wcw country being in flair country you had becky lynch first 
Charlotte second, and you brought out Sasha Banks last. That tells you, in my opinion, what how they have faith in, in Sasha Banks. She is a champion for, I mean, for a reason, too. The, the, the only thing, and this is being real nitpicky, is you know we've seen Kevin Owens bring the NXT title onto the main roster. Why didn't she have it? Now you see Sasha Banks bring... She didn't bring the title she with her, bring it. but she's the NXT Women's Champion. Why didn't she have it on there? I'm just curious. I don't know. But to me, if you're the champion of X brand, you shouldn't bring the title to Y brand. But you they, know do it, they do it. They do it in Ring of Honor in New Japan. Oh, that's true. I, I didn't mean, really think of know, it that Fish way. And O'Reilly were were rocking both those titles for a long time. Uh, you know, they, they, those lines definitely get blurred, and they're totally different companies. I mean, we're yeah, in agreement. I mean, they, they are, are they are kind companies. of partners to each other. Right. Right. So, I mean, I it bothers me that she didn't that she didn't have it because she, it's a women's title. Right, and 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 a part of me because I'm 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 a, a smart I guess enough that you didn't bring the women's title to a divas match. That's kind of what it felt like to me, and that I had a bit of a problem with. Right, I didn't and think again, of it from I'm that angle. Victim. I mean, New Japan and Ring of Honor are kind of partners with each other. Sure. So you know NXT and and Raw and WWE are. Hell, I mean, they're 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 the same. They're owned by the same. I mean, you no, know, that that kind of makes sense. It. That that makes me have less of a problem with integrating champions. Um, to it. So, so yeah. It puts I'm, over NXT. What's that? It puts over NXT. The it people does. That aren't I, I get it. They, they are trying to build that brand and more, too. And if you're not aware and of it, it gets, by now. And it gets more eyes on the network. I mean, it's all for I mean, it's, it's smart business. Right. Um, We're going to give you your first month free. Quit bitching about it, everybody. Oh, God. Why do we have to fight this battle every single month? Right. Somebody today said, uh, I wonder when WWE is going to give a free month to people that subscribe in the beginning. I, said, I asked them, I said, does Netflix give free months to people who subscribe from the beginning? He's like, well, I don't know. I wasn't. I was a Netflix subscriber in '97 or whatever it was. I was like, well, here's the deal. Like, you signed up. Like, here's the deal. If, if you want your free month, cancel. Cancel it. Sign back up. Find a different email. Whatever you want to do. Sign back up for a month. Get your month free, and then go right back to paying bitching. how you always and quit bitching about it. I mean, it's ten dollars. Like, right. If it was sixty bucks, maybe I could I could justify your argument. We signed up when it was sixty dollars because you had to commit to six months. To, yeah, we did. Right. I mean, there was. We still only paid nine ninety nine a month. But right. Yeah, we we were locked in for six for six months, locked in. Um, Matt brought up a good point on right. Twitter. He said, um, he feels that the way they brought Sasha in is a win win, that she can now assert herself as the boss of her own faction. Um, and that it's not going to be tied with the belt. What does that say about Naomi and Tamina? Well, it says <laughs> what it says. No, I, I, like I said, I'm not a Tamina fan. No, I, I like it. I, I think it gives it gives Sasha a good, strong character base for herself. It gives Charlotte and Becky a good, strong character. Here's the Becky thing. I mean, because like, I know I know Sasha and Charlotte had been rumored for months. Right. This was going to happen. Was Becky rumored? I don't. Believe, I I, I never Becky's saw a Becky music. Hit, I was like, oh shit! I, I mean, I got really excited. I totally marked out. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. No, it was an awesome moment. And then at the end of the until the end of that segment, when all three of them had their submission holds, which again, women wrestling with submission holds, it's great. Look at look at the talent in that ring. Paige, awesome submission hold, and the three of them, really good submission holds to end matches. Right. Like these girls it was women wrestle, wrestling. Women wrestling. Right. It wasn't you know, it, and it wasn't. Uh, 
even even the fighting. It's a bank statement. What an awesome, awesome even movie. the fighting was like brawling. It was. It was. A it wasn't. Thing. It wasn't like this bitch slapping cat. Fight. It was a believable thing. It was right. a fight. It was. It it looked it looked real. Matt, out of those four that we're talking about, with Paige, Becky Lynch, Naomi, nope, nope, not Naomi, Charlotte, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, what's your favorite uh, finisher out of the four of them? What you got? The PTO, the PTO, the the armbar from Sasha Banks. Nope, from, from Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. I'm sorry, Ryan's the bank, confused. the bank statement, the bank statement, and then the figure eight, the figure eight. I'm just curious what Matt says. I got to go with the figure eight. I think that's the coolest thing. It, it, the bridging it, 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 figure four is right. I mean, we've I don't seen, think it we've seen people use the figure four. Matt says the figure eight. I I almost like I want to be different and say the, the bank statement is awesome. or the, the PTO is really cool. But that figure eight, dude. We've seen it. so many people. You know, the Miz used the figure four, and there's so many people use the figure four, but to take it and and add to it, do something I can't do. Yeah, I probably couldn't do the figure four. <laughs> um, if we have anybody else listening, shoot us a tweet at Three Count Thursday. Out of the four we just mentioned, the figure eight, the bank PTO, the PTO, and the armbar, Becky Lynch's armbar. What's your favorite? Uh, all three of us say the figure eight. All three of us had to say the figure eight. What's your favorite uh, finishing move out of the four of them? Tweet us out at Three Count Thursday. Maybe we'll throw this up on the Facebook page sometime this weekend. Um, it's going to be a busy weekend, but I'm interested to know that because I think it's a cool question. And Ryan, here, here's the only other thing out of, coming out of this. And I know uh, on Sam Roberts' uh, wrestling podcast, he and Katie Lindendahl kind of discussed this. Um, you know, now you, now you have, the, I mean, obviously Sasha is still going to be in NXT. Uh, is, is Becky going to be still in NXT? Is Charlotte? I mean, there's a lot of questions here. But is there a concern over the women's roster down in NXT right now. I mean, you, you've kind of plucked your, you know, your your three best from NXT. So I mean, you're, you know, what you what do you have down there? You have Dana Brooke, you have Emma, you have Bailey. Carmel Carmella, you have Bailey who's hurt. Um, Alexa Bliss who's kind of tied in with uh, the the Beverly Brothers or whatever the hell their name is. Um, Blue Pants. Oh man, Blue Pants. She needs to be. Has she been the the Women of the Week? No. Uh, Matt, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if we ever had Blue Pants, uh, Leva as as our uh, woman of the week. Diva she week. hasn't. Uh, that that should be coming up soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll pluck her straight from the clearance rack. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. I think you're going to see. Is there concern? Not no no. Okay. No, absolutely not. Because I mean, Sasha David obviously Marie's is coming, coming to, to save the day. I'll read everything. I'll read everything. Yeah. I think she makes her debut next week. I've heard that. I missed I'm, NXT last night. I, I haven't been able to. Or I didn't catch. It. I, I it's, it. It's been a crazy week. It has been. I've been trying to get over a cold that I've had for a week and a it half. It seems like LCW weeks are always crazy weeks. That's so, right. There, there's others I forgot too. You got Casey Cassidy. You got uh, Lena. Okay. Okay. We're okay. I'm sorry. Jesse McKay's there. You're right. I'm sorry. No concern. I, I take it back. I take it back. You know, Dana Brooke has been getting better. Like, I can't stand her gimmick, but her in-ring work has gotten better. And she, she's not meant to be liked. She's not. So she's doing her job. She is. I mean, I think Emma's great. Emma's fantastic. Emma's fantastic. I think when, when her and Bailey are going to be fine. 
Okay. Together okay. All right. Now that I'm thinking a little bit more about it, I, I was wrong. That was here. a good question. I'm not saying you were wrong. I'll, I'll say it. I was wrong. I was a little, I was concerned, but I was wrong. No, that's Plus, good. Who knows? I mean, there's there's plenty I'm, of promotions. Shimmer. Look, every everybody. I know everybody has an opinion about it, and and I know I'm I I'm a little different. Different. I'm excited for Eva. I, I I'll give her a shot, dude. And then I'll be pissed at the people who don't give them. Like a I shot. know, I know. I like I've watched, and and again, it's it's a fifteen second clip on her Instagram. But the fifteen second clips that I've seen her working with Brian Kendrick, look, those clips look more than I've seen out of some of the women on the main roster. That's all I'm saying. You got a point. Let me let me throw this out at you. We posted some pictures of her before Brunette. Clearly, she dyes her hair red. Yeah. Well, she did, like, I mean, right. admit it. The whole red everything. It, did she stop that? Did, did she go back to being a brunette? No. Would that help her image no. in NXT to be like, look, I'm being serious about this. My my fake red hair and this all red everything So stops. are you going to pluck Nikki Bella's boobs out of her chest? Are you going to make Natty not have the pink in her hair? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, everybody... Yeah, but, but we know that Natty can wrestle. And again, it's not Why? Ava's because fault. She's, because she's wrestled. Because she's wrestled, right? Right. But Tyson Kidd was, you know, kind of. I don't want to say a laughing stock, but people didn't take him seriously until he went back to NXT. And and you know now he's he you know he's gotten better. Injured? Well, he's injured. Well, yeah, yeah. But he was going on. Right. He was going on a good run. He so, won a tag team championship back on the main roster. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He was something NXT, people wanted to see every week. NXT did it for him. You're right. Um, that you know, and then, let's hope it happens because people like Zack Ryder. So they can go down there. Hype bros. Hype bros. Yeah. Hype oh my bros. God. Never mind. The scratch I ever said that. <laughs> so let's the hype bros. I'm, I'm looking forward to NXT next week. I really am. Um, like I said, I won't be on the show next week to talk about it. Uh, Eva, Eva being back, so I'm sure I'll be posting about it at some point on social media, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in the coming weeks. But um, just to buzz through a couple more things, Rusev, Cesaro, Owens, triple threat match. And here's the thing. Everybody was bitching about the commercials early, how there was a commercial it felt like every five to ten minutes in the early part of the show. Guess what? You got your payoff. Because this match went for what half an hour without a commercial, so maybe we should... really. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's it a, was that, that good of a match. It, there, there wasn't a com- there was one commercial during that match. Wow, did not. I never. I didn't even catch yeah, that. It, 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 and you know, you can bitch about it all you want, but I thought that I thought the early part of the show flowed, even though there was commercials. Sure. And then you got to watch a spectacular match, pretty much start to finish, and it was spectacular. But Ryan, spectacular match. But Perfect Ryan, match. The, the the only thing, and 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 we kind of were discussing it on Twitter and went, er, let's 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 save this for Thursday. Match ended quick. That match ended real quick. Yeah, very very quick. I mean, we stopped it that quick talking about it because it was like, dude, let's see if somebody got hurt. Let's see. It, it, we don't think they did. I I read nothing of the sorts, dude. I, I didn't see that anybody – Matt, did you pick up on anything about that? Um, man, maybe we were even just messaging each other. I don't even know if it was on Twitter, Big Jim. We might have just been at each other's throats in the messages. 
but between us. Yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt, check into that. I don't, I don't, th- I didn't see anything about anybody getting hurt. I, I didn't see anything. I, I just, but because be the, the finish of the match quick. was Cesaro was on the top, kind of got knocked down, and then it was a, it was meant to be a super kick, but it ended up being like a kick to Cesaro's chest, and, um, and then Rusev got the win because. Owens bailed out during the match because he was like, "Oh, screw it, I'll just wrestle John Cena." And because it was it was these three guys to face John Cena for the open challenge. Kevin was Owens was like, "Screw this, I got him on Sunday. I don't need to be a part of this." So then it came down. It was it was Rusev and Cesaro, and Cesaro basically took a kick uh, to the chest, and and that that's how the match ended. Um, I know you, Matt. We were discussing it. You guys are kind of pissed about it and i was like you know much like you know cena beating all the younger guys that were that were taking part in these um you know taking part in these open challenges we knew cena was going to win but as long as you make the match look strong it's okay and to me nobody in this match came out weak nobody nobody came out looking poor um because, you know, me, I kind of saw a big thing. Like, I saw it was supposed to be a super kick. Both guys are tired. Rusev's been out for weeks and, and wrestled, you know, for, for, what, 35 minutes. Um, it, it was a botch. We'll call it a botch. But I, I, don't think it, I don't think it made the match any less important, any less great to me. Um, Matt, brings, Matt brings up a great point. He says, make a kick to the chest, Rusev's... Uh, to the heart, a new finisher called the impaler or something like that. So then it looked like it was meant to happen. That'd be, that, that's a perfect idea. Cause then he has actually a finishing move as opposed to just the accolade. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, and maybe that's what they're doing. You know, this is the first time we've seen it. Cause the first time he's been back, but I had no, I still don't have a problem with it what took happened. First, it just took me forever to, to go through our damn messages between all three of us because, uh, somebody just realized you can send freaking gifts. And, and, and shit I have no in shame. the messenger thing. I have and no shame. I just had to scroll through message after message after message of these stupid gift movie after gift after gift. You that's it. all it is, dude. And you really upset me. First thing we noticed, Kevin Owen doesn't have his NXT graphics anymore. Yep. When he comes out. Done. Yep. Done. But Done. he's wrestling at NXT TakeOver <laughs> Brooklyn. Right, right, right. But right, you right. get it. He has a rematch. Sure, he gets the rematch. Um, Jim, you pointed out first, off the quick ending. Dot, dot, dot. I and did. Matt said the whole thing in motion. I just said weird. It's kind of weird. Matt said on a kick to a chest because it made his heart stop. So he has a kind of a point. For Monday, that was Matt's guts, gut reaction. Right. Um, I didn't really care for it. After such a good match last week, it did we end see quick. Kevin Owens come in, interfere in a Cena, I'm sorry, the Cena-Cesaro match. Well, that was two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Last week... Cena got Cesaro, the Cesaro just gets pinned clean right. by John Cena, which is fine. Cena's a champion. No harm to Cesaro. This week, we see Cesaro lose to a botched, a, a botched super kick. Right. I, I don't think it makes Cesaro look right. Where, where is Cesaro again on the battleground card? He's not on it. He's not on it. Where's Dean Ambrose on the battleground card? Also not on it. Where's the Divas Championship? Uh, deservingly not on it. <laughs> deservingly? 
Okay, deservingly. But you just bring in these women. I mean, should there be? Where are the divas? Where are the women? Where uh, Bray Wyatt is on this card? I say where's Bray Wyatt, but he is on the card. I mean, is there really only six matches on this card? Well, the 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 Ryback match is pulled because Ryback is hurt. So I think there was originally seven. So okay. they something has to get added, in my opinion. Probably. Um, because our truth Barrett's going to be on the pre-show. That's only a five-match card without, like, a rumble or something in there to take up some time. Right. Um, and then again, SmackDown's happening tonight, so maybe something will get added on the... Nothing happens on SmackDown. Happens They'll on add SmackDown. something, hopefully. Um, Rusev, I don't think, is on the card. So maybe something's going to get added. They just you, they just formally announced tonight on WWE.com that that uh, Ryback got hurt. Right. So I'm assuming come the pre-show on Sunday, something's going to change. At least that's what my guess would be. So card subject to change. But I don't. I just don't. I, I understand it was a botch, but I spent a lot of time on Twitter. We know that. We know that. Yes, we do. Um, I didn't see anybody, with the exception of, you know, a couple people just right off the snap. There was nothing lasting into into Tuesday, Wednesday, or even late Monday night of Cesaro looking weak. And we know how smarky the smart smarts can be. So I I, I just don't think that's a lasting impression. From, uh, I don't think that's a lasting impression. I, I just, I just don't. Is Matt just trying to round me up now on the Twitter? Are you, is everybody following along? Yeah. It's at three count Thursday. Um, Matt, I, I, you can't be, you can't be honest about the Miz versus Big Show in a number one contender match. Because that, that, that I'd rather watch Nikki Bella, uh, and and Brie Bella just run around the ring karaoke for five minutes. <laughs> the Breeze theme song. Remo. But we'll talk. Well, let's, let's, let's just yeah, we're getting let's, we're getting let's pause the card. Do great, great, great match. Yeah. It pisses me off now that Cesaro is not on the card because I really I it, it bothers me. The guy's putting on. Match after match after match. But again, John is, Cena's been putting on right, great matches. Right, but is it, is it again not, one of these situations like give Divas a chance where you already have things set in motion? Sure, that's and fine. And it just takes time. You know, maybe he'll be, you know, he'll have a huge spot on the SummerSlam card. Sure, I get so, that. That's fine. We just got to watch. And Wait, that's, where, that's where your NXT, that's where your Divas match is going to really take place. Yeah. I mean, those, yeah. The, the last thing, Ryan, really is we saw Stardust return. The first time we've seen... Cody, you know, gold dust still on the shelf. The first time we've seen Cody or or Dustin since Dusty Rhodes is passing. I know a lot of fans on Twitter th- saying that they want they they, they want to see Cody back. They, they, Cody should use his dad dying as a. This is what people are saying. This isn't me. This is what I've read. People want to see Cody use his dad dying as a launching point to bring Cody Rhodes back and get a push. Um, so he comes back as Stardust. Cuts a cuts a I, what I thought was kind of a cool promo before the match comes out. It was a decent enough match for what it was, um, but but people were like booing and like chanting like we want Cody or and I guess uh, when they were trying to leave, 
somebody said something to him, and Eden kind of posted on her. I guess she blogged and posted something about you know how to them how the idea of using Dusty Rhodes' death as a launching point for his career is like insulting to them. And I kind of have to side with that. Like every the fans, a lot of fans want uh, want Cody Rhodes back, but what if Cody Rhodes wants to be Stardust? That's what I was like, you know where right. he got the name Stardust from his dad. His dad at one point in his career was called Stardust. Like that's where the name came from, and you know maybe that's just what Cody wants right now. I mean, he's super into the gimmick. You can tell the guy like lives the gimmick, and he's still killing it. Like. Maybe he wants to come and, and, and tie up the loose ends. Maybe he wants to let it organically end, not use the, the worst thing that could happen to him. The worst thing for somebody that's close to their father. Using, you should use your father's death as a launching pad for your career. I mean, I, that, that logic just seems so warped to me. Like, let Stardust be Stardust. Let Cody that's do what awesome. Cody wants. Right. I mean, assuming Cody's going to have some sort of control, and I, again, I don't, maybe he doesn't over what happens, but uh, yeah, he's stardust. Like, let it go. I mean, was his run as Cody Rhodes that great that everybody needs to have Cody Rhodes back? I mean, here's the thing. I'm not a fan of stardust. I'm really not. I don't think it's great. I really, I, I buy it more if Goldust was still around. Like, it makes Which sense. Which is out because he's hurt. Like, sure. I mean, he will... I, I certainly think he will come back and have one final run as Goldust. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying turn him back to Cody, turn him back to Stardust when, when Goldust gets healed again. Because once you turn him away from Stardust, I don't think Stardust you can take is him done. Back. Stardust is done. Um, so it makes sense for the WWE to try to get what they can out of Stardust before they, they get rid of it. I mean, as a business point of view, Jim, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Stardust, but it's an awful, awful thing to say. Yeah, use your passed away father right. as the reason that we have to bring back Cody. It would make sense. Like, it makes sense that people would want to see that. Like, I get that. Yeah. You know, my dad died. I'm being serious again. Not that Stardust isn't isn't a serious gimmick, but you know what? I'm Cody Rhodes. But then again, with Cody Rhodes, he had the goofy-ass mustache. That was part of his gimmick. He had the, the face plate thing. Remember that? The, right. I mean, there, there, there was a lot of nonsense around serious, Cody Rhodes at right, times. Right, right. Um, so he paints his face. It's really no different than him wearing that goofy ass mask. Right. Yeah. Or having a the mustache groomed for greatness. Right. Groomed for greatness. Um, Can it be worse than that? And and like Matches points out, Stardust the villain versus Neville the hero in a comic book storyline has huge potential. Yeah, there's a lot of and the matchwork those guys could put on would be fans. great. I mean, I love the graphic that they put up for that match, which it was like a cartoon. Or comic bouncing book, around, I mean. Bouncing around Twitter all night, as, as I have. I know the WWE posted something. I guess Stardust attacked. Um, I'm sorry, Neville backstage tonight on SmackDown or during the SmackDown. Okay. Series, however you want to look at it. They threw a Vine up. Real quick Vine. So, yeah, I mean, it's it does have a lot of traction still left on it. If, if you're going to go with the Neville route and, 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 and build a feud out of this. And, and it's going to be a good match, so let it happen. Certainly. But Raw, There's plenty of time in this guy's career to turn him back to Cody Rhodes. Yes. 
Uh, ratings for Raw, Ryan, uh, 3.43, 3.51, 3.64. It went up. That I thought surprises it, me going up. All, I mean, then again, we are in the middle of summer. Middle of summer. People aren't going tough. to bed for school the next day or anything like that. So the availability to catch more people is is more available during the summer than it is, you know. In but I thought it was a time. good show. I, I, I give it like yeah, B plus, A minus. Matt said he gives it an A minus. Yeah, I'll probably give it a B plus. All right, good show. Let's let's transition now. Let's let's get Matt on the call if if, if he if he wants to here and uh, and let's uh, let's talk about Battleground. Um, let's preview Battleground this Sunday night on the WWE Network and pay per view if you still have cable. Uh, how case, much is that going to cost me if I don't have the WWE? If you don't have the WWE Network, I'm thinking I think that's like still fifty five bucks. Uh, so save your save yourself forty five bucks. And get the friggin' network. Right. Or if you're not a part of the network, guess what? You can get it for free um, for the month, for the rest of this month. So uh, you got half a month, get it for free, watch a pay per view, uh, WWE Network. Um, but it is uh, this Sunday night, Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, like we said, the, the, there was an intercontinental title match that was originally on the card. Ryback is hurt. Um, a staph infection in his leg. Uh, so the WWE medical team apparently does know how to deal with staph infections. I'll just leave that at what it is. Yeah, yeah, I saw you tweeting about that earlier. Um, I, I don't know. Phil doesn't. I wouldn't agree with me there. But uh, you said Phil like in three different tweets. One about the other day, and it took me a second. I'm like, the hell's Phil? You know, good yeah. college friend uh, whose name was Phil, and I'm like, what? He? he wasn't even a wrestling fan. I was like. Oh, oh, Phil. Phil, yeah, the, Phil Brooks. The, the Phil gotcha. Brooks. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The Philip Brooks. Um, Matt's on the call. Matt, welcome in, buddy. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, guys. Great show so far. Uh, awesome interview with Sean. Uh, that that went really well, I thought. Um, enjoyed to hear his insights on Tough Enough, too. So, um, really yeah, I really so like that. Yeah, definitely an interesting perspective there. So uh, because of that, we're going to run a little bit late tonight. No big deal to me. Um, we got the time. Uh, let's get right into the matches, though. Pre-show match, R-Truth versus King Barrett. Um, this is uh, for the King's crown. As if the King of the Ring couldn't mean less, they they make this match for the King of the Ring crown. Um, I don't even know anymore. I really don't. <laughs> like, part of me says this has to be... I, I'm going to say it has to be Barrett, and the only reason it has to be Barrett is because they just came out with two new, um, with two new King of the Bad News T-shirts, and I would have a hard time believing that they go from that to the uh, clearance rack in in a matter of less than three weeks. So I'm going to say Barrett for no other reason but his T-shirts. Very very good insight there, Big Jim. I'm going to go with our truth. For no other reason than there's no other reason to have the match <laughs> if, if you're not going to give it to our truth I guess. The guy's been around forever. Um, you know, I think everybody realizes King of the Ring is a joke as it is. Uh, so why not bad. Why not give it to the guy who's using a plunger as his royal scepter and uh, and, and have our truth walk away uh, as as your new King of the Ring? I mean, how far are we from 
the WWE selling plungers and Burger King crowns on the WWE shop <laughs> as the R-Truth or King Truth package. But I, I have to say, Barrett, um, uh, Truth has been getting the wins lately. doesn't make sense to keep burning Barrett, um, in my opinion. So I, I, I got to think he gets the win here. But who knows? We'll see this match again on the Monday after and SmackDown. And, and, and SmackDown and probably on <laughs> Raw in about two more weeks. Like it, It's probably not going to end with this one. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know anymore. I mean, I the sad thing is they've been enter- entertained by R-Truth throughout this run. I don't, I don't know that I thought I'd ever say that. But for God's sake, like, it just – the they had such I I said I know I've said it before they they've had such potential to make the King of the Ring mean something and they just didn't it just it's 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 the it's the joke that it's been for the last couple times they crowned one it just means nothing I mean like it used to kind of be a launching launching pad to, for at least a WWE title match but I guess now you have the money in the bank so you just have this meaningless King of the Ring thing. That they that they decided to bring back uh, to try and get people to it really it was a network ploy I mean that that's really what it was but uh, let's keep going here you got Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt and what I think has been one of the more fantastic builds um, for for anything on this card um, I mean it, it makes it makes Bray Wyatt look like what Bray Wyatt should look like kind of creepy dark eerie that sort of thing. Um, I truly don't know. This is another one. I don't know who to pick because I feel like Wyatt can't lose, but Roman Reigns probably shouldn't lose. I, I'm, I'm just going to pick because he's he's the guy that I think absolutely should win because he can't afford to lose another match after a fairly significant buildup. So Bray Wyatt. Jim, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt as well for the sole reason that I don't think he can lose this match. I think the WWE has really, really big plans, hopefully for Bray Wyatt in, in, in the not too, the not too far away future. The not too, uh, hopefully soon we're going to see Bray Wyatt in that upper echelon wrestling for title that actually is going to mean something. So I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt just because I don't think he can afford to lose this match. But uh, just like you, I'm not too sure about many picks on this card, which, as uh, again, as a wrestling fan, it's going to excite me. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt. Matt, how do you, how do you see this guy shaking out? Um, I'm, I'm with you guys. I mean, he needs the win more than I think anyone on the card at this point. Um, you know, we're supposed to take him seriously as this new face of fear, but every time he comes out as the new face of fear, he loses. So to have him continue to lose at this point, I think this would be kind of the last straw. So I think Bray's going to win, and I think he's going to win clean this time, and I'll I'll see Reigns getting his win back at SummerSlam, you know, on a bigger stage. But Bray's going to get it this time, I think. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, Randy Orton versus Sheamus. Sheamus, because I mean he's the money in the bank guy. He's the new heel. We see Randy Orton when they like throw a dart at the wall and they go, "Oh look, we landed on Randy Orton. It's time for him to 
you know, be a part of something now. Um, not a whole lot to say about this one. I think it's going to be a physical match, but the Sheamus. Um, Jim, I'm going to agree with you the whole way, except it's going to be Randy Orton. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a physical match. I really You're going to agree the whole way, but disagree. But disagree. Okay. Yeah, exactly. 100%. 50% of the time. Matthew? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were still going. No, that's, um, that's all I had to say about it. All right. Well, here's my logic behind picking Randy Orton for this. Um, I'm going really heel-heavy with some of these other matches, and I don't see WWE having that many heels win, so I can't see Sheamus also getting the win when I have you know Bray and future other picks that are heels overcoming the obstacles this time. So I'm going to have Randy Orton win simply for the fact that the faces need a W. And, I mean, he is a face at this point, right? I, I sure. Assume. Okay, I think. So, sure. It's, In terms of so hard to, versus Sheamus, so I guess he track. would be. <laughs> yeah, I would assume. Uh, his elbow pads are healed, but he is still a face, I think. Fair enough. Okay. So I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with Orton. He had a better reason than I did. <laughs> Very good. Um, that was a coin flip app for me. That's what it was. <laughs> Before we get to the two matches that, that I think we're most looking forward to, uh, let's have a tag team match here. Uh, you got the primetime players defending the tag team championship versus the New Day. Uh, we don't know which two of the three New Day members that we, we will see wrestle. Um Another one I just don't know. Uh, I'm going to pick the primetime players because I, I like their T-shirts, uh, and I feel like no, nope, that's that's why I don't feel like anything else. Like I like their, their t-shirts. t-shirts. Jim, I'm going to go with the primetime players just because I feel like they're too infantile in in their in their reign as as tag team champions that it would just kill them to lose the belts back to the New Day. Uh, honestly, I could care less about this match than I care about the Randy Orton-Sheamus match. I'm not a fan of primetime players. I'm not a fan of the New Day. I, I'm not a fan of much tag team wrestling. New Day does suck. Thank you for getting that stuck in my head for the rest of the night. I, I, You're going to lay down and go to sleep tonight. You know the greatest thing that came out of the time. New Day? Is, is that Kofi Kingston spot on Swerve. And that, that, hell, that was probably taped three, four months ago. How good was that? It was about the only thing I've liked about the well, New Day. Well, I liked so the far. soda bit with... Uh, yeah, just as much. Xavier Woods, but then the the, the what powder cannon was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I just... Dude, it, it's not, it doesn't intrigue me one bit. I, I don't care for either of the teams. So, again, with the coin flip app, and the fact that I think that you need to retain it, the primetime players. All right, uh, Ryan's racism aside, um, I'm going to come out <laughs> and just, I have nothing but great things to say about both of these teams in terms of characters, uh, development, getting over with the crowd, and putting on entertaining matches. Um, you know, heel finishes with New Day and, you know, primetime players. A little raw, but there's but, nothing to the primetime players, Matt. 
The one guy barks and the other guy's gay. It's the only reason they're the tag team champions. So now you're a bigot, too. That, yeah, through that all. That's all there is. Jim, you like their shirts. That's the only reason you like them. It's, it's, it's the old freaking, uh, what is it, the Tuesday Night Titan theme or whatever? No, the, the um, primetime wrestling. Primetime wrestling. That's the only reason. Yeah. They, they're not that entertaining, are they? I don't know. I, th- I thought, I thought. Am I missing it? I thought that they're. Their matches since their return have been better than they ever were, and I think I, I'm kind of with Matt too. You know, the the there's a lot of potential in this match because you have three guys in a, in a faction. It's the old demolition type of situation. Um, you know, the the where we saw it the other month where the one where you know one guy, the 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 fresh guy comes into the match and the referee's confused and gets the win and. So I think there is potential there, and I think it's been entertaining. If nothing else, it's been entertaining. So I'm with I'm with Matt. All right, I'll be the odd man out. That's fine. Except except we all picked the same team. You're just the odd man out because you don't like it. I like it. I really I like it no more than the Randy Orton match. That's sad. It is. All right. I don't know. Talk. I don't know. But here's the, I don't know what tag team I put in there that would make it any better. Because there's not a better tag team than the two going. The better right tag team, one guy's on the shelf right now for a year. Right, right. Cesaro yeah. and Kid. Yeah. So, Beyond that, who's the other team? The Ascension. I think that's the only other team. You no, know, and we'll never see the Vaude villains there. Yeah. Harper and Rowan. Rowan's injured for what six Rowan's months. Rowan hurt. The Matadors. Do they need to. Do they need to make a call to Staten Island? <laughs> I know that would get your attention. What team hype bros? No, not hype bros. Isn't isn't oh so in cast? Yeah, sure, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, gross, just <laughs> gross. All right, let's talk about the two matches that people actually give a shit about on this card. Uh, John Cena defending the U.S. title versus Kevin Owens. Like, part of me thinks this is going to be the last match on this card, but then in the same time, I sit here and think that they got to wrestle at SummerSlam, right? I mean, like. This has been the biggest story in the last couple of months, and it has to continue. So I, I, I think because of that, because of SummerSlam being a month away, Kevin Owens wins, so Cena gets his rematch at SummerSlam. So I have Owens winning this one in what should be another spectacular match. It's funny. Did, did you mean match of the night or main event? I mean, there's no way you're going to main event over Brock Lesnar. No, this is just going to be the match, the of, match the of the night. Sorry, yeah. Okay, no, Not I, main event. I just wanted to make sure we, we cleared that up. Um, boy, I'm with you on, on the SummerSlam match, but that's also making me think that John Cena could win this match. Kevin Owens, you know, bitch a fit or whatever, have a good maybe three-way match at SummerSlam with incorporated Cesaro into a three-way match and then have John Cena coming out of SummerSlam the next month get his rematch and really kind of drag this feud out. Saying all of that, I do have Kevin Owens winning to force the rematch at SummerSlam. So I do have Kevin Owens winning. It's going to be the match of the night. Yeah, I I don't know who's going to win, but I I think I predict it. I also predict that Kevin – I guess I didn't say it right for you. I also predict that Kevin Owens will win. Okay. But I do think that the rematch, I, I could see it, but I could see either way. It's going to be the match of the night. That's that much I'm for sure. Yeah. I'm, I want to say that Kevin Owens is going to win. Um, 
it's not going to be a clean finish. Um, something's going to happen, I think, that will distract Cena or, you know, Owens kind of cheats to win and we get the rematch at SummerSlam. Um, but it doesn't really make sense booking-wise to have Cena go over Owens too because then, you know, we don't really know where Cena goes from here unless it's a feud with Cesaro. And I don't think, you know, the face versus face thing really fits. So it's it's kind of confusing where they're going with this, especially with what they've been doing with Cesaro the past few weeks. Um, before Cesaro inserted himself in this, I thought it was a clear Owens is winning the belt at Battleground. And now I'm not so sure, but I'm going to predict that Kevin Owens wins. Personally, what I'd love to see is, is to replace maybe that Ryback match, have something like Cesaro versus Rusev, the winner gets injected into the match to be a, a triple threat match. Awesome. That'd be cool. That would be pretty cool. I don't I, think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I would I would like maybe that. Maybe we could just get Rusev versus Cesaro. I'd love that. Just, right, let's just get just that. because. Sure. Um, and, 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 and then maybe they get involved somehow in SummerSlam. I mean, you know, I think last week we said an ideal SummerSlam match would be Cesaro Owens Cena for the title, but now you got to think it'd be a, a great four-way match with Cesaro, Rusev, Cena, Owens for the U.S. title. So there's plenty of potential. <laughs> Could you have pictured a year ago us talking week after week, month after month about the the brilliant booking ideas for the strong as hell United States Championship? No, I mean and it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it crazy. really is awesome that we're able to do this. And who was the U.S. champion a year ago? You're the stat guy. <laughs> you should know that. I will look into uh, that. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I think at this time last year, was it Dean Ambrose? I'd probably Dean Ambrose. Like I, I, he held well, it I for like ever he held it, it for like a three months, but defended it like negative two times. I think. Yeah, I've seen him. I, I'm, I'm, I know he had. He had it. He yeah. held it. I don't think he defended it much, but he held it. No, he didn't defend it very much at all. And then the main event of the uh, of the night, Seth Rollins, the champion, seemingly with no no help to be found. It was Sheamus. Sorry. Ah, Sheamus. No, yeah, I, I just looked it up myself. It's amazing to think uh, it was two years ago in May, Dean Ambrose won the belt, held it for over 350 days, lost it to Sheamus. So, yeah, it would have been Sheamus. Um, The main event, Seth Rollins, the champion, versus Brock Lesnar. Again, this is one that I just, I just, I don't know. If I had to guess, which, I mean, that's what we're doing here. I don't see, because I think the end game for, for this Seth Rollins situation is, Next month, Seth Rollins versus Triple H at SummerSlam. So I don't see Seth Rollins defending the title against Triple H because that would set Twitter on fire. Um, servers couldn't handle it. I mean, it, it would just be it, it would be the end of the internet. It would be the the start of the end of the world, all because Triple H would be fighting for the WWE Championship, which he would never win. No, but even the thought. Even the thought would would set, you know how the IWC is, Ryan. 
Um, so I'm going to go with Lesnar because I think whatever match Lesnar is going to be booked in, uh, whether it's, you know, I don't know who, I don't know who he would face, but I just think Lesnar holding the title, uh, going into the, going into the big pay-per-view of this summer, your second biggest pay-per-view gets all the eyes on it. And, um, this, this Rollins versus the authority thing is going to keep rolling. So I have Lesnar winning the belt. Man, that's exciting. Ah, uh, and and it's hard to argue, Jim. If Seth Rollins winning, and here's the reason why. Um, and, and I was playing off the Triple H. You have who winning? I I, I have Seth Rollins okay. winning. Playing off the same reasoning with with Triple H at SummerSlam against Seth Rollins, kind of like, hey, you beat the Brock Lesnar test, now beat the Triple H test. Okay. And then that kind of bringing Triple H back around. Um, I I I can't see that the finish is going to be clean on this match, much like Matt predicted for the uh, for this Gina Owens match. I don't I don't I'd be surprised if we if we see a clean fall here. Then again, I could be totally wrong, and I could see Brock Lesnar just coming through and taking Rollins to Suplex City and just destroying him, a la John Cena a couple couple months ago. So. All that being said, I'm going to stick with Seth Rollins because, uh, to me, this was a coin flip as well. It could go either way. I think it could go either way. Yeah, this one was the toughest one for me to kind of predict because it's so hard to pick against Brock Lesnar. Um, But here I am doing it because I don't understand why you have Rollins lose it at, at a battleground to Lesnar. You know, this this feels like the kind of match where Lesnar would win at SummerSlam. So I, I think something has to happen. And I don't want to, you know, buy into too many of the rumors floating around, um, but something's got to happen that Rollins retains in a way that it sets up Brock with a different opponent than trying to get the belt again. So I'm going to say Brock loses. It's not clean. And I'm going to say someone's interfering on Seth's behalf to set up a match against Brock with that person, whoever it may be. All right, very good. So those those are the predictions. Uh, Matt, let everybody know. Uh, I, I'm more interested in, Matt, what red rumors could we be talking about? Uh, the Undertaker ones? Oh, I, I don't know. What, I, don't, I don't know anything about any of this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter. Somebody, somebody was on Twitter uh, it was today. Funny. Twitter I, was on fire. I had today. my phone on vibrate, and for about an hour and a half, my phone like was vibrating straight because somebody was in a Twitter war against somebody else, and I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was today was healthy discussion. Okay, healthy discussion day. Was was it you or Jim? I'm not sure who it was. It was sure me. as hell wasn't me. It was me. I, I, it, about about news sites with a Z and Undertaker rumors. The, the, the this rumor mill has has really taken off. Um, it, it started last night, this morning, with Meltzer reporting the Undertaker is going to be at Battleground. He is going to uh, interfere with cost and cost Brock Lesnar the match. So uh, you know, interfere on Seth Rollins' behalf. Um. Then it morphed into 
Take her at Battleground. Take her at Raw. Taker's going to wrestle at SummerSlam. Sting's going to be at SummerSlam. I mean, this thing's taken off like a like a bat out of hell today. Uh, you got to take again. You got to take this shit with a grain of salt. I mean, it's Melter. Um, you don't think a guy that that knows numerous uh, WWE sources, they're not going to feed him some some BS from time to time to get people talking, to get people watching. I mean, people are going to watch now because they're going to want to see The Undertaker. But here's what's going to happen. The Undertaker is not going to show up. And everybody's going to say this is the worst pay-per-view ever. What's the worst pay-per-view ever? Well, then they'll tune into Raw to see if he's there. Because Fastlane was the worst pay-per-view ever. Of course it was. Here's the thing. Whether or not The Undertaker returns on Sunday, on Monday, at SummerSlam, at Survivor Series, at Royal Rumble, I don't whatever. He's not going to cost Brock Lesnar anything to me because The Undertaker is now and forever will be a face. Brock Lesnar currently is a face. Is he, though? Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar. Right. I don't think he's a face or a heel. By, By fan reaction, he's a face. By his actions, he's Brock Lesnar. But guess what? I mean, by his actions in the Attitude Era, Austin sure. was a heel, but he was a face because the fans cheered for him. So you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna make either Lesnar or Taker get booed. I mean, right, Matt? What are your what, what what are you thinking on all this? I mean, for him to come back, it, it would make sense if they feed into the right storyline, you know, they've been touting this whole, the one in 21 and one again, uh, recently, um, out of nowhere, it kind of seems like, and I mean, Brock gets cheers regardless of, you know, who he's facing. That's just kind of Brock. I mean, people just love him because he's a believable character. You know, he, he doesn't have to play a character. He just comes out, destroys everything in his path, and people just love to see that. So I, it's tough to say that he would be a face to Undertaker's face when, you know, I, I don't think we can really define Brock in that way. Matt, I guess my follow-up with that is, I mean, there were, there were some Sting rumors, too. Do you see Sting or Undertaker showing up at Battleground? Undertaker would make more sense. Um, I think there's a storyline in place for that. Um, you know, I, I put that joke up on the Facebook page. But, I mean, he he really could come out and distract Brock because, you know, you cost me my streak, I'm going to cost you your belt, that kind of thing. Sting being there doesn't make a whole lot of sense um, cause just because there's really no reason for him to be there his only grudge would be really with Triple H, and they kind of settled that in the ring and shook hands. So if Sting is there, I would be more intrigued because I'd want to see what they had planned going with that. I mean, you said that, you know, that Taker would cost Lesnar because Lesnar beat the streak, but they just reminded us last Monday that that the Kane and the Undertaker are brothers, and even though Lesnar attacked Kane, it was Seth Rollins that, you know, basically said that it was Kane's own fault and 
you know, Kane's the idiot and Kane's the dumbass and it was his fault that it happened to him. He doesn't feel bad for him. It wouldn't the Undertaker want to avenge his brother and attack Seth Rollins. I mean, it, 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 there's there's just so many layers to to the believability. Whether or not he comes back, even for SummerSlam, I just I just don't see I don't see the logic in have him getting involved in this match. I think it makes just as much sense for the Undertaker to come back and attack Kane for not taking him on the Hawaiian vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, let's let's start that rumor. Maybe we'll email that to Meltzer and see what happens. There we go. Yeah, inside sources, right? Right, our inside sources. Um, maybe, maybe he did take him, and something happened there. That I mean, there's a lot of voodoo over in Hawaii, Ryan. That could have he come pushed into him play. into a volcano. <laughs> um, to get back into yeah, setting him on fire as a child. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see, uh, Matt. Just let everybody know where they can follow you on Twitter. I'm sure we'll be interacting uh, throughout the weekend, and, and of course, we will see you on Saturday for the uh, LCW free show. Yep, I am on Twitter at 3CTA Philly, as in the abbreviation of Philadelphia, and then the number 8, so 3CT Affiliate. Um, the Instagram page, we're campaigning to get Noel Foley to uh, be a guest, so go ahead and check those out, give that a follow, and uh, give us some retweets when we you know, plead for these these bigger names to, to kind of help us out. Tweet at Noelle Foley. Tell her that, that she should be a guest on our podcast. That's all we want. That's all we want. That easy. It would it'd be that simple. Um, all right, Matt, we will uh, we will see you on Saturday, and you and Ryan will be taking the reins here next week uh, on the show. Yep, sounds good. See you guys this weekend. Hey, see you. I'd have a good one. Wow, we've already cleared the normal two hours, so we're going to get through. But we've already talked about the, the, the rumors, so let's just talk about Tough Enough real quick. Um, this past week uh, was the aftermath of Daria getting eliminated. And, boo. And we're, yeah, boo, exactly. Um, you had the uh, the comedy club, uh, the, the, promo, the promo battle, and uh, from that, the... The, uh, the the Roy brothers or the the meathead the meathead trio whatever the hell you want to call it <laughs> it's Tanner and Matta and Josh got a little bit upset that Patrick uh, Patrick was declared the winner again um so it was a tough enough ratings down to nine hundred ninety nine hundred and ninety seven thousand so they fell under the million mark this week uh, thanks Matt for that um, this whole meathead syndrome they kind of attacked Patrick verbally, uh, you know, saying he's no good, this and that. And uh, Patrick kind of got in there. Well, he got in Matta's face. I guess Matta and, and he were going at it. And um, you had uh, you had Josh get involved and throw water on Patrick. What a bitch move. Because, I mean, that's, that's... There, I'll say it. Like, we're past the 1130 mark. It's a bitch move. <laughs> yeah, the kids are in bed. <laughs> this was this was the the most ridiculous thing. I mean, it, uh, Sean called it out pretty good there. I mean, earlier, tap back into our interview. If you do something like that, you're done. Right. You know, that there there is a respect thing. Um, and, and I get, you know, it, it needs it needs to happen. But I just, 
I don't know. Here, here's the deal. Mick Foley sent out a tweet about this that I that I liked and retweeted that he'd love to see some wrestling on a wrestling show. Yeah, like I, I think right, we saw them. We saw we didn't even see him get slammed, Jim. We no. saw them take a bump pick off up. of a shoulder block and then pick which somebody was like up the weakest ass shoulder blocks ever. It was like step into somebody, they just fall over. Right, but that's where three quarters, if not almost everybody, except Patrick. That's where their talent level right. is. I mean, Daria, Daria brought up a great point. I mean, last week, and I don't know if this is the way they're thinking, is, um, you know, do, do you get the character you like and then you train them post tough enough? Which I think is the wrong way to go about it if that's what they're thinking. Um, but it seems like that's what they're thinking. I think the I think the live aspect of the show is what's hurting them. Here's the deal, Matt. Just what, what did Matt say? The numbers were under a million. Just under, yeah, nine hundred ninety-nine-seven. My immediate thought is honestly, I'm not surprised. No, I'm not at all. The, the show is sucks. The voting's flat. stupid. Too many, too many live aspects. Paige can't keep her mouth shut. Oh, um, that bitch. We we have a follower, Chase Merriman, just said, "Put an end end the misery of the show." He almost has a point. Now, I mean, I'm going to watch it because I'm a wrestling fan. I'm going to watch it. Watch like, tough enough, but, like, here's the but deal. It's kind of a point, dude. I'm not really enjoying it. I watch it. And you, had, I you, had Hulk it. Hogan, you had Hulk Hogan um, <laughs> putting, Patrick, putting Patrick on blast the for his promo ability. The anything about wrestling. Putting him on blast for his promo ability. The for guy who Hogan. got in the Superdome and called it the Silverdome. Twice. Twice. After he gets booed the first time, goes and calls it the freaking Silver Dome. The, the guy that trips over more words, like they're fucking Swiss, freaking Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, kids are in bed. Our kids are in bed. We're 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 in overtime right now. Uh, Something's gonna fly here because we're getting fired up over about it. Fired Sorry up. about that, but it's the damn truth. Like I, I'm a, I'm a hawkamaniac. We know. Sure, that. I am. Do we we talking? Axel Mania's music hit at the, at the, at the SmackDown taping, the, oh. and it gave us chills, and it's. It's stupid to say Axel Mania because it's the same thing. It's the real American song. To see that in a live arena gave me chills. Right. But Hulk Hogan, shut up about promo work. You're like That'd be like me giving somebody diet advice. Like, let's get serious. Hulk Hogan does not need to give anybody promo work. I think they should not, next year, if there's going to be another Tough Enough, which there might not be. Matt makes a good point. It's tough to see them bringing it back next year. I'd be shocked if USA picks it up. Yeah. I mean, we have the network, but, you know. And how many network exclusive? I guess you could do that, right? I mean, Tough Talk's been as entertaining, if not more entertaining, than Tough Enough at this point. Um, but don't make it live. If you do it again, don't make it live. Do it like you used to. Put these guys in a freaking room and train them. Right. I don't have to vote for this. I'm I don't, don't want to vote for this. Right. I mean, the sad thing is, all, all, the, whole, the whole way through the episode, you and I, Ryan, were texting each other. Sarah Lee has to go. She's the worst. She's awful. She's she terrible. Absolutely has to Who did we vote for to stay? Sarah Lee. Yeah. Her promo at the end was better because Gabby and Tanner, they don't know what the hell a promo means, apparently. Which, to me, point. If, you, if, if somebody says cut a promo and they can't cut a promo, kick them off. Because they clearly don't know what but a damn Gabby promo gave, is. Gabby pretty much gave an interview speech. Yeah, and, really and, and like Tanner there. kissed ass. Right. So it's not a promo. It's gonna hurt. So you know, you know when they should do a promo is at the end of the competition. 
know when they should have a character when they actually get their freaking contract. Teach these, teach these guys how to wrestle. If they're going to be the next WWE superstar, teach them how to freaking wrestle. The, the show, not, it shouldn't be a live show. There, there, there's just too, I agree. There's too much There's too much stuff. There's just way too much. Like, I mean, going back and watching the old Tough Enough, the, the ones that were an hour long, I think season four was an hour long or season three was an hour long. I felt like those weren't long enough. Um, and and now this week, I, I think I saw on social media that, that Chelsea, who apparently didn't know how to cut a promo or something, I, I didn't get to see Tough Talk this week, right. but Chelsea got hurt in, in their competition. This week. So my first question was, who are they going to bring on to replace her? Right. Bring back. <laughs> Area. But, but I just I, I don't I don't I don't think this format's working. I'm glad to see Gabby gone. I am too. I, so. And here's the thing, like but I kept mad over this. He's tweeting us like a madman. He is. He said they need to revamp the format and the mission host. I know you'd be shut okay up with or that. tone it down and more effing wrestling. Um Chase agrees. Yeah, more wrestling and more Miz. He's a Miz fan. I must be on the outside with the Miz thing too. Dude, he's great on Tough Talk. He really is. Bless you, Ryan. And again. Sorry, I'm allergic to even talking about the Miz. That's how much I'm, I'm, I'm anti-Miz. Um, and that makes a good point. Chelsea's been in the business for how long? There's no reason for her not to know how to cut a promo. Bing. And again, I, I, I'm not a huge UFC guy, but you'd think these UFC guys would know how to talk a little bit of smack that they could, that they could put on a decent freaking show about this. You would think. You know, these guys are fighters, like Tanner. He's a UFC, he's not a UFC, an MMA fighter. MMA guy. I think he would have a little bit of, of knowledge to make him a little bit the least freaking edgy that you, you wouldn't know, and, get and, called and out. And Josh is a, UFC, you know, a former uh, Green Bay Packer and part-time Chewbacca impersonator. Uh, Mata, he can grunt really well or growl. Whatever. But here's the thing. We're all in agreement that Sarah Lee is way, way out of her comfort zone and probably Whoa. doesn't belong there. Yeah. This is no disrespect to Sarah Lee. I think she's very attractive. I think, given the proper training, she might be able to do something. I like the kind of the girl next door look. Look, that when, when Paige got into her face, her. when Paige got into her face, I think in Finally, that moment something, she, something started. But to here's click. the problem with that: she's in the bottom three again, again. Right, right. They they physically have to pull this out of her, so she cuts a decent promo. Right, I mean she was going to get kicked out of the ring. Whole audience clapping, and then you go and vote. Well, you just saw this moment. How are you going to vote for Sarah Lee? She, she was going to get kicked out of the ring when she she couldn't get picked up or pick somebody up properly until Billy Gunn put the fear of God into her, and then she got it right. But then again, how much are we seeing on TV? Again, yeah, exactly. Like there, there's this. You don't you see know enough when, when there was an hour of wrestling on the old show. Sure, sure. And we see no wrestling we on see these. Literally, shows. right? Then picking out clothes, uh, picking, scooping somebody up. And if you're a wrestling fan, again, you can watch how it's done. Like it's not hard. And I'm not trying to slight anybody, but to pick somebody up for a body slam, like you've seen how it's done. Right. Get it done. Right, right. But Gabby's gone. Saying. That's important. That is important. Good for the good good for that. Ryan, anything else tonight? Jim, the only few things I have is a few birthdays. I like to post them up on the Facebook page. I kinda slacked off on that. My apologies. It's been a hell of a week. Like I said, going into L C W it always seems like 
busy weekend work. Um, back on the 13th, Xbox uh, had a birthday. Happy birthday, Xbox. On the 14th, we had Bubba Ray and Jeff Jarrett. Double J, ha ha. <laughs> That's J E double F J A double R E double T. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, also celebrating birthdays. On the 15th, it was uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. And today is Daphne Unger's birthday. Uh, Daphne, you probably remember her in the WCW as Daphne. She was the one that just screamed all the time. Yeah. Um, also portrayed the governor. Yeah. In, in TNA when, when she kind of looked like Sarah Palin. Um, I think it was with the angle with the beautiful people. So, uh, so. Uh, happy birthday to Daphne. Uh, that's all I got for you, Big Jim. Give me the social uh, medias, Ryan. Let's let's hit it up hard. It is Facebook.com slash three count Thursday. Twitter at three count Thursday. Instagram at three count Thursday. Follow us on all of those ac- uh, accounts. Always a good, good thing there. Me personally, you can follow me at RYN Eagle. Um, I talk to wrestling. I, I talk wrestling on there. I talk, I talk sports, all sports, everything like that. Uh, it's at RYN Eagle. You can follow Matt. It is at a three C T no at three C T A Philly eight. Uh and that's Matt's handle. Jim, take it away. Take us home. I'm at Big Jim Sports again. We are on at, we are on NGSCSports.com. That is our home network, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the Tune In Radio app. You can podcast us uh on by searching NGSC. Uh you can uh podcast this show directly, subscribe to us. Go to your podcast app, iTunes, Android, doesn't matter. Search Three Count Thursday. Again, we are also on WrestlingInformant247.com. We are syndicated now on ArenaSportsNet.com, Fridays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Ryan gave you the social media sites. Again, a huge thank you to the hybrid Sean Carr. Get to LCW this weekend. Look up Sean Carr wherever he is near you. Go see this guy. He's incredible. He's one of our absolute favorites. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Ryan and Matt will talk to you next Thursday night. I'll be back in two weeks from tonight here on Three Count Thursday. It's always Thursday nights, 11, no, Thursday nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on NGSCSports.com. Have a great week, and as always, go for the win. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.